Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Good evening, and welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode, News Edition. It's the week of December 17th, 2020. This is episode 221, and I'm your host, Chris Randazzo. Joining me tonight, as always, is Complete Lack of Mercy, Karen Randazzo. Uh, hi there. Codename Peck, Angela Fernot. I have an excellent codename. And Moon Knight Confirmation, Evan Goldstein. Yes, sort of. Tonight, the Game Awards ignores awards, Disney drops an avalanche of announcements, Zoe and Cobra Kai get to return, and more. But first, let's check in with everybody. Evan, let's start with you. Hi! Um, okay. That was so, so serious! <laughs> so, today, for some weird reason, I acquired a show that is called Container Houses, or Container Homes, which is a reality-based show where they build homes out of shipping containers. And I watched like four episodes of that, unknowing that I wanted to watch four episodes of that show. Uh, It was was one of those, like, I started it and I I was watching and I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's neat. Oh, I don't like those people. And then the next episode was on. I said, all right, I'll just keep going. And it happened. And it's just really interesting to see how these people these families build these amazing homes with just those giant back ends of trucks and, and, you know, sea containers, which it, I, you know, construction background and whatnot, but it was, it was was like, if you're into reality shows and especially like home improvement stuff, it's really neat to see. Honey. Yes. When you get right down to it, like what can't you do with rectangular prisms? True. Well, the, the more important question is, honey, do you love me? Yeah, why? Build me a container. Home. Sure. Okay. So we were we were sitting there watching it, and there's like a general. <laughs> I thought she was gonna say, "Cause I got you a container." <laughs> Yay! So... I can't contain my love for you. <laughs> Not sorry. So I was watching a bunch of these episodes by myself, and then she came in and she was sitting down to eat, and it's two stories running simultaneously. You know, two different families and. They show the basics of like what they're going to do, and then they show them actually doing it, and then the f- the the finale where the, each family has like a little party to show off their new home to their family and friends. So, this one woman, she was building a seven container house. So, and it's like you know three this way, three, th- and then all of a sudden she's sitting on the couch, and they and the digital representation of them turning one on its end and making it like a a corridor for like staircase. A, it was vertical, case. yeah. And she, she's sitting there and doing what? <laughs> Mind blown. I'm like sold. Like that's it. We're good. Um, but I, I enjoyed. I you know this. It, it's a time passer. But my my main get for this week, I actually sat down and watched a couple of episodes of The Professionals, which is that show that last time we recorded that I said I wanted to watch with um, George of the Jungle and and Clark Kent. In the same show, and you could use their names, but Tom no. Welling and um, Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. 
So <sighs> military group, uh, one of the uh, and and um, a millionaire billionaire sort of needing their assistance. And as I'm watching this, I realized this is like a modern day version of Charlie's Angels, where Brendan Fraser is Charlie and Tom Welling leads a group of angels. It is not good, but I cannot <laughs> stop watching it. <laughs> Can confirm all of these things. It, uh, the, the fight scenes are like, like it's like 40% fight scene and they're like, obviously fake fights um, i mean like outside of it being on television and knowing that they're not really beating each other up like you see how everybody's like pulling punches or swinging their head violently way before the the punch is thrown one might say the choreography is bad choreography is bad everybody seems to have gotten thicker on the show oh that is so kind i mean <laughs> I don't. Oh, no. God bless Brendan Fraser. I like him. I love his delivery. Mm-hmm. I think he is a good actor, but time has not been kind to him. He's just Brendan Fat. Oh, that's mean. He. It's so that's upsetting. It's so upsetting. No, it's literally like he gained weight. He got hefty for a little while. He made a movie. He lost some weight. He was doing better, and now it's like he just doesn't care. And guys, like I idolized him when i was a kid i was like he is my one true love he's he he fought the mummy like he oh my god he He was with with bugs bunny in that one movie no fuck all that no no go through all kinds of like didn't he have like a really bad life for a little while there oh he i feel like the stuff i've read about brendan fraser online which is not much because i don't often read about celebrities but i did bother to read about him i just remember like a lot of tragedy for this man like like whether it was just bad luck or just literal tragedy it just doesn't seem like things ever go right for him and i just feel like like i saw him on the scene like on the screen in the in the show and i was like he gave up like he just gave up and he doesn't look healthy and like that's the thing i don't care if someone's overweight but they look healthy or energetic or like alive he doesn't look any of those things and he's playing this role and i'm like ah like i'm just so upset about it and i had the biggest crush on him for so long and i'm just so mad so mad. it's all ruined i just but i also like couldn't look away because it's brendan fraser so when he's on screen he has a great presence and he's like another one of those like you just love the sound of his voice kind of i don't know i've always thought he had a really he has the same cadence and and intonation the way he like that he used to have like that hasn't gone away so like if you just close your eyes and picture him as george of the jungle it still works i didn't even like him in george of the jungle it was it was the mummy the encino man that's where you're going right come on oh my god i'm losing it you remember he played a caveman okay what else has everybody else been watching (laughs) yeah evan you've passed your four minutes uh let's let's move on to karen what have you been watching oh um, a lot of Christmas stuff because we have children. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I love Christmas. We watched a cute little, um, I guess call, you'd call it a special. It was too long to be a short and not long enough to be like a movie. 
Um, but it was called, uh, it was animated, it was called Prep and Landing. Hmm. I think it was from 2010, 2011, something like that. Uh, it was cute. It was about these elves that, you know, they work for Santa and they're on the prep and landing team, which means they go in the house and, like, make sure the kids are asleep and make sure that the presents will fit Aww. and, like, make sure Santa can, like, see the landing place on the roof and all this stuff. And it was just a really cute special and, like, not, you know, we have our go-to Christmas things and... You know, once you run through them all, it's like, okay, well, what are we going to do now? Because I don't want to watch them a hundred times and get sick of them. Um, so, yeah, I found that on Disney+. Plus. I don't, I can't imagine where it was before Disney+. Plus. Like, maybe... I think it aired on, like, the Disney Channel. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, maybe Disney... Or, like, it seemed to have, like, commercial breaks cut. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah, you're right about that. So, anyway, it was cute. Um, and I guess there's a sequel, too. Dave Foley did the voice of one of the elves, and Sarah Chalk did a voice, and uh, the reindeer were really funny too. <laughs> There's this scene where like they're getting ready to, you know, Santa to take off, and and they're going through the checklist, and one of the things is rev the engines, and then they cut over to the reindeer, and there's this one little guy in front of the reindeer, and he's like, yeah, yeah, let's go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was cute. Sounds and so the other awesome. thing that uh that chris and i watched was a little like sort of i guess limited series on netflix called dash and lily that was it dash and lily i was just trying to look up the name for that <laughs> uh it, it's like a teen romantic comedy uh but these two kids in new york they uh meet via uh, a, the girl puts a notebook with questions in it in like a random shelf at the Strand bookstore in New York. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And then like the idea is, is a guy is supposed to find it and answer the questions and then like leave the book somewhere for her to find and they end up getting to know each other through passing the book back and forth. And it was also really cute. I think it's based on a book, which I would now like to read. I just looked up the the artwork for it and mm -hmm. the male lead's name is david Le leviathan okay that's a that's a good name, <laughs> that's a great name. That's a good name. i was like where are we going with this huh okay <laughs> now we know it was very sweet um exactly the sort of light and fluffy that you know we all need right now and Aside from that, I've been watching extreme amounts of Great British Baking Show. You are like, amazing. I'm, I'm mainlining it. I will watch it anytime I get like even 10 minutes. I'll be like, I could watch part of a challenge right now. <laughs> like, I just, it's so soothing. There was a, there's a uh, new Christmas movie on Netflix this year called Jingle Jangle. And a friend of mine recommended that I watch it. And I turned it on for 20 minutes last night. And I was like, this is okay, but I'd really rather watch more baking show. <laughs> I mean, if I and then had I watched two and a half of them. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. did you go back to like the beginning of the seasons that they have available on Netflix and start there? Yes. Okay, that's what I just started. Doing. So I'm like in the Mel and Sue era, and mm -hmm. I think I'm in the middle of whatever collection three. Okay. So very much enjoying that it makes me want to bake a lot more which <laughs> and then i remember why i don't bake so much which is then i end up having all this food that has to be eaten and that doesn't sound like a problem until you have you know 
picky eaters in your house who don't want to eat all the things that you've made. And, you know, baking is like all sugar all the time. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. that's me. How about you, Angie? Well, okay, actually, that's about the only thing I've watched recently, too. (laughs) That's not true. Um, well, what did we watch? I came home and you were like neck deep in a... a, a Oh, I started Charmed again. (laughs) Wait, actually, not again. I don't even, I can't even say that. So, okay. A little while back, I tried to watch the new Charmed series, which I got about three episodes, maybe four episodes in while I was sick. And I was like, yeah, I can't even enjoy this while I'm sick. Um, (laughs) Apparently it was making her sick. It was making things worse. It was awful. Um, if there was nothing jarring about it. Okay. Anyway, so this show, uh, the original series, I had watched it a lot when I was a kid, but I never realized I have not seen the first season. Like, I don't think I've seen the first season at all. Um, I I would always catch it on television, but you know how it is. Like sometimes you just catch things out of order on TV or like they don't even play it in order. You're, they're doing a marathon and you tuned in when they were like halfway through season two. That's basically what kept happening to me, apparently, because I'm watching the first season and I've never seen any of these episodes. Um, And I found out that my aunt is a fan of the show, like, obsessively. Like, she literally has it on every morning because apparently they still play it on TNT. So that's, like, her morning ritual. And, like, she has, like, not, like, unwritten but definitely plotted out fan fiction about, like, Andy and Prue. And, like, it's just crazy. Like, she's obsessed with this show. And I was like, every time I learn something new about you, I just love you more. So now that I have discovered this, I was like, I am that. That's it. I'm I'm both feet in. I'm going to do a rewatch. And then I got, like, I don't know. I think I'm, like, six or seven episodes in. And I was like, oh, this is hard. I'm going to go watch British Baking Show. (laughs) So (laughs) it's very easy to watch. Yes. um, It's very very easy to watch a lot of. (laughs) It really is. And and what you said about the baking is so true. I actually, tonight before we started this recording, I have baked two different types of cookies in um, this evening alone. And when we are done recording, I'm going to make gingerbread cookie dough that will sit overnight. And then I will roll it out tomorrow morning and make the rest of that. So... um, I just, yeah, I love it. And when they talk about biscuits, I have a question. What the fuck is a biscuit? Like That's what we call cookies. But their cookies don't look like cookies. And they function, they built things with them. Well, I don't know what to tell you. The one I was watching the other day, they had like, they had to make, the showstopper was they had to make 36 biscuits. Mm-hmm. And then make an edible box to put them in, uh, also out of biscuit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. And so, not one piece of bread to be found? But that's the thing, like, what? but that's my, well, uh, uh, there's, yeah, there's, like, the biscuit, right? Like, our American biscuits. But, the, like, their version of biscuits do not seem to be, like, a traditional cookie. Because then they've also had, like, like you can just make a, like, drop and bake kind of cookie thing. Like, they're, they're made, like, their biscuits seem to be some sort of, like, square or rectangular form. Or not even that, but it's it seems to be closer to construction in the way that you make gingerbread cookies where you roll them out and then you shape them like that seems like there was do you remember the showstopper they did i don't remember which season it was because i started with the most recent season and then i was like no no no, go back one and i don't know if it was this recent if it was that season or one of the earlier ones where one guy built like pirates and another guy built like a dragon and it was all out of biscuits yeah i think so yeah that was insane (laughs) <laughs> I think that's just you know, in it, they it, 
in England, they use different kinds of, or in the UK, I guess, because they include Wales and Scotland and Ireland in the show. Um, they just have different kinds of biscuits that they're like, I think the drop and bake kind of thing is more an American style of cookie. Well, I um, love the UK even more now for that. Right? I uh, lived there for three and a half months. And one of the best things I learned from that was tea time. Mm. Yes. <laughs> like, especially afternoon. Like, morning morning tea time is good, too. But that, that, like, three o'clock, let's have a warm cup of something that is delicious <laughs> and a couple of little cookies with it. Oh, that's fucking genius, man. <laughs> Everybody needs to do that every day. Yes. Well, I think, didn't tea time come from someone historically being like, I get tired at this time of day, so I need a pick-me-up. Like, I thought some, like, rich, like... It's very possible. I'm yeah. sure. I mean, everything comes from white privilege. So. Yeah, it, that's. I was going to say that, and then I was like, no, no, no. But I'm glad you did. Okay. But that's, yeah, I'm sure that's my four minutes <laughs> of talking no about. about saying that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love you. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much the only stuff I've really been watching that's, like, coming to mind. Um, we are trying to catch up with uh, Supernatural as well. Yeah, we have started... Uh, we've only watched a few episodes of that, and we kind of dropped off on Glee, and I still haven't gotten Evan to watch uh, any of American Horror Stories' new season yet, so hopefully that will happen. Uh, but our schedules have kind of sucked lately for watching stuff. I mean, I can't imagine why with one of you in retail and it being december i don't know what you're talking about i hate retail Listen, i know it's not the same but i'm with you my etsy store went freaking bananas this month Yay. which i'm extremely super grateful for but like i've been to the post office twice this week and it's tuesday congratulations by the way that's awesome though good good job thank you yeah yeah, listeners. And thank you, anybody out there who's listening, who's a customer, because, like, I don't know where all these orders are going from. Right? No, it's so cool. It's because you're actually doing something awesome, and people are finding out about it. Also, yeah, listeners, if you if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. It's really cool. I have your I stuff hanging on my wall. I did put a commercial up for you, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, in, mm -hmm. in, you. in SAG. It's true. And so we don't need to pip me anymore, honey. <laughs> yes. Hi. How you doing? Uh, I watched some TV. Uh, we talked about some Christmas stuff that we were watching. Uh, we had kind of a short evening, so I decided that it was a good time to induce, introduce the children to Invader Zim through the most horrible Xmas ever. Oh, gosh. And they seemed to enjoy it. And uh, then we followed it up. Uh, they seemed to enjoy it enough to want to watch more, so I showed them Zim Eats Waffles. Uh, which is another one of my all-time favorites. So well, that went over pretty well. Nice. Huh. Uh, Mandalorian continues to rock my world. Uh, this this last episode was amazing. Yeah, we're oh, I, we're, we're waiting. We're again. waiting for a couple like because I can't do one at a time. Like that show mm -hmm. is that good that I want at least two, so that when I'm finished with the one, I could say ah, it's only twelve thirty. I can watch one more. Is that uh, really the reason yeah, we I, haven't I, watched yeah. more? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for new episodes. I I won't do that to myself. I just have to. I have to get it in. in I have to get it into my eyeballs as quickly as humanly possible. And uh, there was. I'll I'll put it to you this way, and Evan, you will understand the gravity of this statement. Uh -oh. They th this episode. The, one of my favorite parts of this episode was a callback to my f just about my favorite part of Attack of the Clones. Wait, what? Oh. 
there was a callback to my <laughs> the worst Star Wars movie, and it excited me to no end. Oh, <laughs> it did. No. He freaked out, and I was I, like, what is that? Like, why I, do we I, care about that I thing? I can't wrap my head around that, though. <laughs> I want you to know that because I started talking about the Mandalorian, my Twitch community has been almost nonstop talking about how Jar Jar is Jar Jar is a Sith Lord, and that they should have, like, <laughs> oh, they should like, just, oh, like YouTube videos of him doing freaking uh, what is it like Jedi jumps and how he has like Sith eyes and like, guys, I get it, oh, I hear yeah, you. Yeah, it's I'm it's over just it. like the whole thing where uh, they did the whole. Danny LaRusso was the bad guy in Karate Kid. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. that was that's a really clever joke. But then people took it like really far. Like, no, no, he really is the bad guy. It's like, no, you haven't watched this movie since you were five, clearly, because it's not framed that way at, at all. <laughs> and it's the same thing with this Jar Jar thing. It's like, no, no, they should have done that instead of Ray and prequels and sequels. Anyway, I love Star Wars, and I'm just. Man, this mm, good stuff. Trigger. Man, Trigger. Man, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, I should uh, mumble and grumble too now. <laughs> I will also point out that uh, also off Netflix, this was a movie, but I was so unimpressed with it, I need to say something about it. <laughs> we watched The Christmas Chronicles. Oh my god. And that was the most average movie it was aggressively average <laughs> it was <laughs> that sure was a movie right it hit all the beats that a movie would hit it was almost funny once or twice yeah musical number are we it talking about the first one or the sequel because there's a sequel the first one i'm not watching a second one all right the second one seems to be predicated on like hey watching look and it's goldie hahn and kurt russell in the same place uh... that's awesome isn't it Look how awesome it is! We made a movie about it! Isn't it awesome? Like, there was this big reveal at the end that she was Mrs. Claus. I'm like, I don't fucking care! I don't <laughs> care! I just sat through this whole stupid movie. I don't care about this. Leave me alone, Netflix. Anyway, uh, on the <laughs> other end of the spectrum... Actually, not completely on the other spectrum. I had a weird evening with uh, the Game Awards aired, right? So, most of what we're going to be talking about later is the avalanche of Disney news, news that came out <laughs> that happened on the same day as the Game Awards, which are Jeff Keighley's televised uh, video game award show. And it's all it was all virtual this year for obvious reasons. And the thing that I cared about was they were going to um, at some point announce the new Smash Brothers character. And uh so I figured that would be towards the end of the show because that's usually how that kind of stuff goes. So I caught some of the pre-show and as I'm watching the pre-show, they're giving out awards like, like, Hey, here's a game trailer Isn't that game trailer. Really cool. Let's talk about best action game. Wait, this is the pre-show and you're giving out like best action game. What is going on here? They gave out more than half of the awards before the actual game awards show started that I think the percentage was something like um, 14% of the show was actually awards and the rest of it was all game trailers and performances wow wow I... that doesn't what exactly <laughs> what 
See, now, I didn't watch it because they happened to start the Game Awards with the reveal trailer for Smash Brothers, so I checked the hell out. (laughs) Well, I don't have to do this to myself again this year because I watched it last year, and was if you guys remember, when I watched it last year, I didn't care for it very much. But this was, like, kind of insulting. Like, I still didn't necessarily agree with a lot of the the categories, the things that they put up in the different categories. Uh... I kind of feel like any game that is the way that it is because of months and months of terrible work conditions and crunch should not even be nominated for best direction. (laughs) Because I kind of feel like if that's how your game has to be made, you failed at directing. (laughs) But outside of that, isn't the point the awards? Like... It'd be like if the Oscars were just like, all right, let's rapid fire all these awards and let's just sing and dance for tw- for a few hours. Like, let's get this over with. Show a bunch of movie trailers. But isn't the point to showcase not like here's what's coming out in three years that you might get excited about then? Like, is it you should be shining a light on the people who won the awards? You're celebrating the actual people who made the games. That's the whole point. And by sweeping all the boring award stuff under the rug. You've kind of negated the entire purpose of the Game Awards, mm. which was kind of a sham to begin with. I remember you saying that last last time. Like it, it was, it was feeding into the advertisement side of everything as opposed to the awards side. Yeah, I think uh, Jim Sterling called it the game advertisements instead of the Game Awards because that's really what it was. It was just game trailer to like because that's what people are tuning in for. They're tuning in to see the trailers and the new the big announcements, but. If then you failed. If you made that the draw of your event, then you have failed at being an award show. I, you know, I was. I'm not saying that I absolutely love watching all the awards, sh- like like the Oscars, and just sitting and watching everybody get their awards. But like, that's the point. They earned that, and the categories that I do care about, I want to see who won, and I want to see them give their acceptance speeches and be all proud of themselves. And I'd like to see game developers who work their asses off to make quite literally the most profitable form of entertainment on the planet I'd like to see them get the same kind of recognition that the people who make movies do and this is the closest thing we were ever going to get to that and it's just turned into a whole big video game promo circle jerk and I'm not into it I don't know if it makes you feel any better but I never liked award shows to begin with so I I didn't care for this kind of concept anyway and don't feel like it's you know, the, all those other reward shows are overrated, so maybe it's not a big deal if, like, this is overrated too. Well, it should still be something out there, outside of just sales, because yeah, you know, there there are, um, but those don't have those aren't televised, you know, and that's my that's my problem. This wasn't necessarily televised; it was online. But like, if somebody was doing like the a oh, was it AIAS awards. Those are kind of like the the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. Like, those are pretty big deal awards, but, you know, I can't sit and watch them anywhere. Mm. I I, I feel like, I don't know. The whole thing's flawed. The whole system's flawed. Let's talk about some news. Yeah, right. (laughs) We've got some, we're going to cover a couple of news stories real quick before we take a break and then jump into the really, the very imposing, completely insane amount of news that dropped out of Disney. 
I don't even know how to feel about that. But let's go. Let, let's take care of what do we got here. I'm going to work my way backwards okay. and skip all the Disney stuff. Even though some of this stuff is still Disney stuff, it just wasn't part of the same damn announcement. For example, earlier today, uh, where'd it go? I just had it pulled up. Um, just Marvel Studios Legends. It's a new show coming to Disney Plus, I think, in a couple of days. Okay. That is... Uh, I can't believe I lost it. It was right here on my... There it is. There it is. Marvel Studios Legends. 12 hours ago, Marvel Studios Legends is a new series that revisits some of the most iconic moments from the MCU, one character at a time, kicking off with Wanda Maximoff and Vision. The first two episodes start streaming January 8th, only on Disney+. Plus. Oh, Okay. I totally missed that one. Wow. Okay. Because it just happened 12 hours ago. Yeah. I mean, I know, but I like didn't even see that in our links. Guys, we share links with each other. I didn't put it in the link. I found it when we, I found it when we sat down. Oh, okay. Sat down and started doing the episode. I was like, oh, what the hell is this? I didn't see this one. Oh, because it's new. Okay. So, uh, what does that mean exactly? I'm I'm not sure. Like, so I think it looks, I think they're just going to kind of. A retrospective. If I had to venture a guess, yeah, it's going to be like a retrospective of like specific chunks of the MCU, which I think is kind of a cool thing to do since there's so much of it now. Yes. Yeah, it's a gathering of all of their, I would assume it's a gathering of all of their properties that have crossed so many different platforms now that they have one giant platform to put it all on. Mm -hmm. That would make sense to do it that way. And it's a good way to kind of spotlight... This is a really cool way to spotlight things of like maybe you haven't seen Thor two in a lot of years and mm-hmm. you don't plan on seeing it again, but there's a lot of really important stuff that happens in that movie. So let's do this little mini recap thing. I, I think this is a really fun idea, and I'm gonna love watching it because you know we love the MCU so much over mm-hmm. here. Uh, I'll I will definitely watch deep dives. I'm assuming it's gonna be like one of those shows where like they just interview people so it's going to be like here's a scene and then we're going to interview some people about that scene and talk to them like i'm great. super fan james mcbuff buff and i love <laughs> Make <a> disney buff. <laughs> james mcbutt buff i don't know <laughs> anyway marvel studios legends sounds pretty cool you know what else sounds pretty cool that name dinosaurs <laughs> Yay! Dinosaurs is coming to Disney Plus. Yes, I feel like we knew this, or it was rumored, or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you guys talked to me about it a while back because, yeah, there was like some mention of the fact that it might be happening, and I was like, you know, guys, I had never really. And then you told me how the show ends, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> so I actually had gone onto YouTube and looked at some stuff, like just just to see the puppetry and the animatronics, and like that show is seriously. I, I, there's literally nothing else like it. Oh, it's amazing! Its time, yeah. yeah. And I didn't realize that it was like dedicated to Jim Henson because he like passed away before it came out. And like, oh my god! Like, I could uh, just imagine if he could still influence the industry the way he used to. And like, actually, no, they're kind of doing it with the Mandalorian, where they're combining the puppetry and the the CGI. Like, that's all I ever wanted. Yeah, I mean, if uh, no matter how much people want to crap on the star wars sequels it was the it was um the force awakens that really turned things around for you know physical 
uh, physical effects, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because yep. everything was CG, and they mm-hmm. they took this thing with Star Wars. Like, no, we want this to look like a Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. which means we've got to use practical effects. Yeah. And they did, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like everybody was like, "Oh my God, we can still do that." Right. Well, well, did sure, you? Let's do okay. It. There's Wait, stuff in pause. a closet right back here. Pause. Let's just get it out. <laughs> Before that, did you guys see Pacific Rim? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I saw Pacific Rim. Guillermo del Toro took the time to build so much of the sets and part, like when they're inside of the freaking like the 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 I think they're they're in the head or the body, the main things? part of the body. Well, it's Kaiju's versus Jaegers, so they're inside Jaegers, the Jaegers. But it, I think they're I can't remember some of them are in their heads and some of them are in the torsos. I think it's been a minute since I watched it. But there's like behind the scenes stuff where you can see that they built, they constructed the things that they were in so that they were literally getting bounced around and tossed around and splashed with water and like thrown in (laughs) just all this stuff, like practical effects. They're using practical effects like crazy in that movie. And Del Toro's been doing that kind of stuff for ages, though. That's my point is like that movie gets flack and nobody pays attention to that stuff and then it's like oh but star wars did it well fuck you so did so did other people like do it more do it better because it's so good well not for nothing star wars is a much bigger property than like well maybe pacific rim deserves more credit okay guys i'm just saying i love pacific rim but that movie is dumb as a bag of hammers all right oh my god you you were never gonna get that thing to catch on with like no 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 they link their brains and they gotta have two people walking in these crazy no no trust me it's gonna be great (laughs) <laughs> that movie is anime bullshit on the screen, and like and it was awesome. Pan's Labyrinth was a visual, there was a visual stunner, but it was never going to be mainstream. It wasn't until when Star Wars did it mainstream, then everybody went to go see. And I was like, wait, maybe Avatar isn't the coolest looking movie of all time. <sighs> like, well, duh. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, dinosaurs is going to be awesome to have on Disney Plus. I'm going to try watching it again. I don't yeah. know how well it's going to sit with me because I, I have no idea how well this show aged. But then again, it's it's dinosaurs. So. P.S. Archer's mom did the voice of the mom that's the dinosaur in this show. I forgot her the, name. The old like, like Mrs. The, Sinclair. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Because yeah, there's a grandma in that. No, she's okay. not the. Gra- okay. She is the mom. Like okay. I listened to a clip of it and I was like, you have got to be shitting me. <laughs> And she's actually like wholesome and more like straight laced in this, so it's gonna be real weird. I feel like this is this is like how Mallory Archer became who she is. Anywho, <laughs> she was actually a dinosaur and then reincarnated. Exactly, uh, Chris gets me from Screen Rant. The Witcher's Henry Cavill reportedly injured while filming season two. Aww. I don't buy it. He's Superman. You can't hurt that guy. There was kryptonite in the suit. He from from reading the article, it sounds like he pulled a hammy. Oh. It was Zack Snyder came by and hit him with a. <laughs> <laughs> Batman says, "Fucking my movie, nah. <laughs> It's for adults. Fuck you, Zack Snyder. So it's so edgy. So edgy. I can't wait to watch this <laughs> disaster. I cannot wait. They're gonna put that thing in theaters. I hear now, what? so it's gonna have like a four-hour theatrical cut of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh my god! It's the perfect way I to spread t- COVID. I saw a tweet the other day something. that said that uh, you know quoted 
um, the thing about Batman saying fuck, and it said also Superman like karate kicks a toddler into the sun after woman, Wonder Woman calls the kid a fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you can just imagine, Zach, like, look, I'm trying not to be super negative. I don't know the guy, but everything I, every experience I've been around this guy, just picture him standing on a cliff or on the top of a building screaming, notice me! <laughs> Dude. Take what a step. the hell? And it's, it, it, it hurts my heart because I love DC and I want to see I want to see DC's equivalent to the MCU. I don't yeah. want it necessarily to just be the MCU but DC. I'd love for them to kind of do their own thing, but they I are they're animated just, stuff. I was just going to say the argument for that is usually now people are just like go watch the animated DC stuff because that is that is the thing that would would uh, uh Yeah, but it's not Marvel. quite there. You know what I mean? it's way closer but watching the the quite the simply amazing justice league stuff that they've done or the first time you saw the avengers live action assemble on screen that's with that to, panoramic that's a, that one that went around ex everybody that's exactly the scene i'm talking about <laughs> that is a different animal entirely when you like there's one thing to bring to life through art but then there's another thing like we were talking about seeing ahsoka in live action on yeah. star wars like right. there's something really special about seeing these characters that were from the page brought to life in a good way no we've you're seen right them brought to life in in good ways and less good ways but man i would love to see because the in potential's there <laughs> one gives seen... you a lady boner one makes your dick fall off got it <laughs> You know, we've seen the, the, the CW-verse, and it comes close. It's hit some pretty high marks, but it's not... It's still CW-TV, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not quite movie theater level. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Sorry, your dick, dick <laughs> fell off comment just made me think of a meme I saw the other day with the... You know, it, it's like uh, the cartoon of Star Trek, and the guy on the, on the ground is really upset. It just says his dick fell off because the vice or the first lady is a doctor. <laughs> it's brutal, man. It's a lot of that going around. Tough times for a lot of people in this country, you know, including Henry Henry Cable. Yeah, who got Indeed. injured? I brought it back around. Get well soon, well buddy. I see we what you did you. there. We're looking forward to more Witcher. I liked that show, yeah. so. Let's do Did it. we ever finish that? I don't I'm, think we finished I'm, it. No. I'll volunteer his tribute to nurse him back to health, honestly. <laughs> um, yes. If he's wearing the Witcher outfit, like the just the white that's hair the and the problem. contacts. He can't He doesn't wear. need to be wearing if anything. <laughs> well, fair. Well, I think that's what she's saying. She just said just the white hair and the contacts. <laughs> yeah. So. I, like, I mean, I might actually be into him then. I don't know. If you've just ever seen him, like, do anything as himself, like, just his voice, man. Whew. I'm glad he does it for somebody. I'm anyway. certain he does it for a lot of people. <laughs> it Unfortunately, sure he's not doing me. it for Zack Snyder anymore because he's not. He didn't film anything new for his movie. Listen, <laughs> nobody really does it for Zack Snyder because Zack except, Snyder except is sad. Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hard left. Netflix announces new 3D animated series for Sonic the Hedgehog. Woo! Oh boy, our son <laughs> will be excited. Meanwhile, that, that is a thing that's going to happen sometime next year, and people will watch it, and there will be snarky hedgehogs, 
and I'm sure my kid will love it. And this is I our don't mind watching it. With th- this is also, our Zack uh, Snyder the, level reporting. <laughs> there's another yes, uh, movie coming out too in that article. I didn't think they were going to do that, but they did. Oh yeah, the movie was greenlit yeah. pretty quickly after the first one was a pretty huge success. First one wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't great. It was a Sonic the Hedgehog was, movie. It was still. You know, it was inching. It was inching towards good at a lot of points, and that impressed me. <laughs> I'm not saying it actually got there, but there were definite scenes in that movie. That, there were parts of that movie that I said, this is really so much better than it should, should be. be. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because when you say live action Sonic the Hedgehog, I say, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> yep. But, you know, they, they, they transformed him from being the quasi-realistic, horrifying hedgehog monster into, like, you can't do that. It's like when they did the Ninja Turtles and they made him, like, super ripped and monstrous. Like, these things work because they're goofy, because they couldn't possibly exist. So stop trying to apply realistic physics to Sonic the Hedgehog. Make him look like that, but add some texture to him so he doesn't stick out, so he's not looking like Roger Rabbit, okay? What the hell? Overthinking yeah. things. All right, let's see. Zoe is back. Zoe's Extraordinary yes. extraordinary Playlist. is uh, It's got a new trailer. Yeah. Nerd oh, it did video unavailable. I can't click on it anymore. Uh, it's standard trailer. Wow. They're coming back. It, it it looks looks good. Looks like looks like now with the dad out of the picture, they're really going to be focusing on the love triangle, yeah. which yeah. I'm not mad at. Well, I I will say I did not get to watch it, uh, and I nearly threw my keyboard across the room when I couldn't get that video to work. However, uh, I kind of figured that was going to be the direction it goes in. I really just hope. Because they've done such a good job of, like, developing character and, like, I there have been flaws for sure with Zoe, but everything that's happened with her, to me, has made sense for her character. And I really just hope it doesn't become, like, a stereotypical love triangle BS, like, all that matters is penis kind of thing. You know? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like i give it enough credit from how good the first season was i know they well, i'm so that. scared and i've watched so much glee <laughs> <laughs> all right we gotta that, rapid that fire through some stuff so that we have time to get through disney here all right all right sorry priority. Uh, sony acquired crunchyroll for a whole buttload of money yep. uh, so anime is owned by sony now Congrats. Uh, Cobra Kai season three got a fantastic new trailer uh, i'm really excited for that show we don't really need to talk about anything because we're eventually going to talk about it when the show airs. Uh, this is Disney Plus related. Here's something to Disney's, that's Disney Plus related that I hate. <laughs> DuckTales is ending. What the actual hell? This show is so freaking good. And it's ending because they took it off of, uh, what is it, off of Toon Disney or the regular Disney channel. And they put it over on Disney XD at a time slot where nobody watches TV. That's not right. This show is prime for streaming yeah if you're gonna move it off of regular like disney channel proper just make it streaming on disney plus like why are you even bothering with all the rest of that crap just make it like i still haven't watched season three yet because i'm not watching it live on tv i'm waiting for it on disney freaking plus and now the show is going to be over and i'm so sad because the show is so so good major bummer major bummer Yep. Anyway. Moving on. Uh, let's see. Uh, superhero hype. Netflix <laughs> confirms Elliot Page's return for Umbrella Academy Season 3. Oh, really uh, quick. Congratulations, s- Elliot. Sorry. Okay, that's all. Yeah, congratulations, Elliot. I'm, I'm not surprised in the least. No. I mean, he's an actor. So, 
<laughs> continue the role. And I'm interested to see where they go with it, but I mean, I'm sure he'll play it however it needs to be played. I was interested in where the, pro. the whole show is going before Elliot's story came out. Like, I, I'm crazy curious to see what they're going to do with the show. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Who got a got a release date in a trailer. <sighs> Finally, <laughs> it's been so goddamn long since we had new Doctor Who, and I know it's only going to be one episode, and then it's going to be another long wait. But I'll take it. Is that I the changed, Barman? But you episode? get Jack Harkness. Yeah, man, we're getting some Jack Harkness. I'm excited. I changed uh, my lock screen to that. I had had it on a supernatural picture for a while because that's what wow. I do with my lock screen is whatever I'm looking forward to. And it had been Supernatural season 15, and then Supernatural ended, and I was like, I don't know what I'm ex- most excited about next. And then that trailer came out, and I just fucking Boom. flipped out. That's awesome. Honestly, if you're going to be excited, that's a good one to be excited about. And Daleks. <laughs> and the yeah. picture's really good, too. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it all looks good. I'm I, I love it. We've been watching. That's another thing we've been watching. We've been catching up on a handful of uh, Doctor Who Christmas specials I haven't seen in a long time. Nice. And nice. It's just fun to watch that show. It's such a good show. And you, you should add Misfits to your catching up on things, by the way, because I started rewatching that and it's hilarious. Not Christmassy at all. We watched we watched the first episode for main topic. Oh yeah. Wow. Nothing. Nothing. All right. Fuck you very yeah. much. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Damn. it didn't really stick with me. Uh Jeopardy names an interim host to replace Alex Trebek. And it's Ken Jennings. It's Congrats Ken Jennings. to Ken Jennings. Amazing. Holy crap. Yeah. How many things has he won? What was it, like 70-something? I don't even know. Yeah, he won, I think, 74 Four? games in a row. Yeah. That's a lot. Jesus. And a fucking shit ton of money. I don't ever mm-hmm. want to talk to him. I'll feel stupid the whole time. I'm sure he'll be very nice about it. Yeah, and st- I'll still feel I'm stupid. I'm sure there are things that you know that he doesn't. Uh, yes, there no. is. Guaranteed. 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 There's lots of things you know about Evan that he does not know. I was just going to say, is it yes. the mole on somebody's butt? Because that's about the only thing I that can would think be of. Correct. <clears throat> oh, here's some breaking news. Apparently, Netflix is developing a live action Yu Yu Hakusho series. It sounds like an awful idea. I don't know what any of those words meant except for Netflix. <laughs> Animu, kawaii. <laughs> that doesn't matter. None of it matters because it's time for us to take ourselves a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about. I'm just pulling up the Twitter feed. We're going to talk about this cavalcade of Disney news, and we'll be here until next Tuesday. You're listening to this week's episode from Geekade.com. Stick around. Ooh, woo. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is. Each week you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek? Hey folks, I'm Karen. You may know me as a writer for geekade.com or as a co-host of the This Week's Episode podcast. But did you also know I make and sell all the handmade cross-stitch items available at Shoot the Moon Stitches? I have pieces for many different flavors of fandom, including Star Wars, Doctor Who, Supernatural, The Good Place, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and more. They make great decorations for your home or office and unique gifts for the geek who has everything. 
I also take commissions to make the perfect piece that suits your fandom and style. You can buy online or find me at your favorite local convention or offbeat art show. Visit ShootTheMoonStitches on Etsy.com and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at STMStitches for the latest updates and to see examples of my work. That's Shoot the Moon Stitches for all your handmade, geeky, snarky cross-stitch needs. Hello, nerds. This is Angie, your fellow podcaster, Geek Aid staff member, and artist. Do you need presents for this holiday season? Do you need presents because 2020 sucked? I get it. I hear you. I'm here for you. Treat yourself and your loved ones to something special and check out my Etsy store. As an artist with over 10 years experience, I have a little bit of something for everyone. I have wood-burned ornaments, nerdy prints, and original comic art and portraits. Want a commission? I do those too. Go to etsy.com slash shop slash art of Angela or check out my website for samples of my work, commission info, and contact information at angelafrenot.com. Shop small, think big. Want a discount? Use promo code GEEK for 15% off your orders on my Etsy shop. GeekAid is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekaid.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, GeekAid is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekaid.com. Send your ad in today. And we're back. So, um, on December 10th, uh, there was a a tweet at, uh, let's see if I can find, uh, at 2 p.m. on December 10th, Eastern Standard Time. Disney tweeted out, Come one, come all, to Disney Investor Day. Expect major announcements from the worlds of Disney Animation, Pixar, Marvel Studios, Star Wars, Nat Geo, Disney Plus, and more. Follow this thread for live updates starting at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. They were not kidding. <laughs> this is an no, insane amount of stuff. I'm just going to read through the tweets because I don't have them separated by what's TV and what's movie. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. If it's movie, matter. we'll just kind of skip over it. We're just going to roll here. So they started with regular Disney Studios, it seems, because they have this all clustered together. Uh, the Welcome to the Kingdom of Kumandra. Raya and the Last Dragon is coming to theaters and Disney Plus with premiere access on March 5th. So this was the next big Disney animated feature film, uh, and it's coming to Disney Plus as well instead of just in theaters. Okay. Neat. Um, then we got across Disney Plus, Hostar, Hulu, and ESPN Plus, Disney Direct-to-Consumer Services will have over 137 million subscriptions. In 2021, Disney Plus will launch in more markets, including Eastern Europe, South Korea, Hong Kong, and more. And they talked about something called Star and Star Plus, which is kind of like different versions of Disney Plus for places like India and Indonesia. Um, Star will be fully integrated in Disney Plus and other markets. Uh, blah blah blah. This is more Star stuff, which is which is neat. I, I I just like them getting their content out to uh more places. Good for them. All right, let's see. Um, in the U.S., Hulu will launch exclusive original films produced by 20th Century Studios and Searchlight. Expect more news on this front in the coming months. So we're gonna get there. They're, they're Jumping right into all that 20th Century Studios stuff that they bought. Mm -hmm. So 
that they spent good, good money on it. Yeah. Oh. They they did, and uh, hopefully they do good stuff with it. Oh, get get back to the thread there. Uh, let's see. Then we have starting early next year, ESPN Plus and all of its programming will become available for viewing directly within the Hulu interface. Users can sign up or enjoy existing ESPN Plus subscriptions without ever having to leave the Hulu app. In other words. Please watch ESPN. Please. <laughs> we will make this as easy as we can. Someone, anyone, please. So they use that Just as a segue. Just lie seg- there, we'll do the rest. <laughs> they use that as a segue for, um, so for a bunch of ESPN news. So let's see. Uh, ESPN, together with SEC, uh, Southeastern Conference, I don't really know what that is, have a new deal and will add college football's most watched TV package beginning with the 2024 season. Southeastern Conference is one of the, um, you know, ways that college football is organized. They're organized into different conferences instead of leagues. Also huh. known as sports. There, I translated. <laughs> there you go. Sport, yeah, sport, we've, sport. there's there's some there's some sports stuff. They're going to do a new daily morning program on ESPN <laughs> Plus that will recap. The news recap show is coming. Tom Brady's doing some sort of Who thing. Who cares? Uh, Sports stuff with Zack Snyder. No oh one God. gives a shit. I, I'm sorry. I'm looking through another. I guess I might be looking through the same Twitter feed, but there's, there's so many things. Go. Yeah, it's it's insane. <laughs> Turner and uh, Hooch. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Contain we'll get yourself, there. Evan. All right, let's see. A new series. All right, here, all right now we're on to Hulu stuff. Hulu and Star. Okay. A new series, Only Murders, in, Only Murders in the Building, reunites two comedy icons, Disney leg- legend Steve Martin and Martin Short, oh, who will be town. joined by the one and only Selena Gomez coming to Hulu and Star. What? I don't know about Selena Gomez, but, but I'm all about those two. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, uh, Let's see. You may have heard the unbelievable tale of Elizabeth Holmes, but never quite like this. The Dropout will tell the story of the con artist played by Kate McKinnon that captured the world, coming to Hulu and Star. I have not heard of Elizabeth Holmes. Now you will. (laughs) Apparently I will. Uh, Dope Sick is a harrowing new drama series inspired by true events. The all-star cast includes Michael Keaton, Peter Sarsgaard, and Rosario Dawson, coming to Hulu and Star. Rosario Dawson's going to be pretty busy, I was going to say, excuse me, what? She better have time. She will. It's Hi. she will. She will. All right. Let's see. Uh, Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy star in Nine Perfect Strangers, a thrilling new series from creator David E. Kelly, coming to Hulu. This has nothing to do with Perfect Strangers, and therefore I am not interested. <laughs> <laughs> if they were going to do a Perfect Strangers reboot with Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy, sure, I'll Holy watch it. Which one plays cu- which one plays cousin cousin Balky? Both. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They trade places every episode. It's got a sci-fi element. Uh, let's see. Um, season four of The Handmaid's Tale is uh, coming in 2021, and that wraps up Hulu news. So how do we feel about Hulu? Thumbs up, thumbs down? We, uh, is anywhere, yeah. Are we all pu- buying Hulu? Because I'm not. I mean, good for them, but I'm not convinced. I, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Hulu. Yeah. Hulu is still a thing yeah, that exists, but it's not Netflix or Disney+. Plus. And that's really all I'm allotting my money for. Up next, updates from FX Networks. This one I totally missed. I missed all of this, the original night. So this is actually kind of new for me. Can I ask real uh, quick where you're actually getting, which which Twitter handle are you pulling this from? At Disney. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Starting off, 
this was what time did they what time was this happening all right so now we're at 6 p.m <laughs> and, we're on, and we're on fx starting off new seasons of atlanta american horror story dave what we do in the shadows mayans better things snowfall and archer are all coming to fx whoa Ooh, new seasons whoa. of archer whoa hold on i thought 11 was the final season as did i motherfucker <laughs> and what we do in the shadows and there was another one in there oh american horror story yes Okay. I also really want to watch Mayans because I really liked uh, Sons of Anarchy and uh, my friend Mike told me Mayans was pretty good. So Okay. Someday I'll give that a shot, but I missed the first season and, you know, I have so much free time as it is, mm-hmm. but I know, I know. God, you're so lazy. Really quick, what is is Mayans actually about Mayans or is this like something else that I'm missing? Uh, it's a spinoff from Sons of Anarchy. There was it's another, a, another Mexican their rival, rival motorcycle gang was uh, the Mayans. Okay. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, moving Good on. Times. All right, this is uh, this is cool. I'm I'm seriously learning about all this stuff right now. So, uh, I totally I don't know how I missed the entire FX slot, but it's probably because there was so much stuff. I mean, I think we were having dinner at the yeah, time. Yeah, true. <laughs> we right. have children. This show is called The Old Man. Academy Award and Golden Globe Award winner Jeff Bridges is a former CIA operative who was forced <laughs> to reconcile with his past, coming to FX on Hulu. What? Okay. I love everything about that. Give me I'm, all the Jeff Bridges. Just, I just want to frame that sentence. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> the old man. Sign me up. All right. Next up. Uh, <laughs> Can you give me a date and time-ish that you're at with your tweets? I am December Dinner 10th. Time. It was all December 10th, so I'm at 6 p.m. Okay. <laughs> Dinner time is you can bridge see o'clock. All, you can see they're all grouped together. Yep. So, All right. Uh, from creator Ryan Murphy comes American Horror Stories. Oh, American Horror Stories, what? a new anthology series spinoff of American Horror Story. How uh, creatively titled. Well, yeah. they were reaching, so. Now I'm less excited. <laughs> yeah. Platform is an innovative scripted anthology from BJ Novak that uses the boldest issues of our times as a jumping off point to tell singular character-driven stories about the world we live in today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds pretty high concept, BJ. It does. <laughs> FX's Reservation Dogs is a new half-hour comedy series about four Native American teenagers growing up on a reservation in eastern Oklahoma, currently in development from co-creators Sterling Sterling Harjo and Academy Award winner Taika Waititi. Okay, with Taika involved, I feel better, but that show better have some Native American, actual Native Americans on the creative team. Uh. I'm assuming, just based on the last name Harjo here... Uh, of the co-creators, I don't know. I feel like Taiki Taika would not uh, uh, attach his name to it if it wasn't a uh, something worth at least slightly I don't think worthwhile. Disney That's one at this juncture. Yeah, it, it does seem like a pretty risky thing to not get right. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, ooh, here, here we go. Why the Last Man? <gasps> FX Network drama based on the acclaimed comic book series of the same name written by Brian K. Vaughn and. Pia Guerrera, starring Diane Lane and coming exclusively to FX on Hulu. Yes, 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 and yes. Okay. <laughs> if it's actually happening, because we've talked about this, like, yeah. I don't know, I know, since this podcast has been running. <laughs> this, I know. Is the real, but th- this, this is the realest this has ever been. I was been, just going to say. A logo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it. That's cool. And yeah. I, I'm like, I've just been talking to people. It's so perfect because I've been telling people recently, like, oh, if you haven't read Why the Last Man, go read it, even though I haven't finished it yet. So now I have a real excuse to, like, oh, dive in and finish. Prepare for that ending. Oh, 
Listen, I it's love good, Brian but K. It's Vaughan. Hard. Yeah, but that's 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 how he writes. I'm yeah. ready. Have you read Saga? Uh, I've not. I keep okay. meaning to, and I keep forgetting it exists. I'm here for you, boo. <laughs> I All got right. you. Let's, let's pull. Let's pull it back. Uh, this is going to send in a book to Chris. Okay, go. Sorry. Wow, this is going to blow my dad's mind. Alien is currently in development in FX Networks. The first TV series based on the classic film series is helmed by Fargo and Legion's Noah Hawley. Expect Whoa. a scary thrill ride set not too far in the future here on Earth. Whoa. There's yeah. going to be an Alien TV series. Yeah. And, Noah dad's, and Noah Hawley. And Noah Hawley. My dad's going to lose his mind. He <laughs> loves Alien. That's yes. cool. Oh, and for those of you listening, the reason why you're also getting some very real-time reactions is because Evan and I deliberately avoided any of the news so that we could get all of this from Chris and give you guys our genuine reactions. So yeah, I, you're I, welcome. And last, that, that, that chill just went away. All right, we're good. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Lastly, FX is developing a retelling of James Clavill's saga Shogun. Justin Marks and Rachel Kondo are adapting the epic with award-winning producer Tim Van Patten. Okay. I don't know who that is. But I wouldn't have I left that yeah, for really last, but okay. I don't know much about that. Yeah, I think Alien uh, was a stronger finish. Oh no! Wait, this. Oh, there is one more. Uh, it's, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia has been renewed through season 18, making it the longest-running live-action sitcom TV in history. Holy Jesus. And I say good for the fans of that show. It's never hit, it's never hit for me, but I don't find it offensive. So, Oh, good, you really should watch it, though. I really think it's up your... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, here we go. Wait, say the then line that's in between them. I intend to. <laughs> okay. At six o- that was four minutes of tweets, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> because it's six oh four Disney tweets, punch it, Chewy. Lightspeed to updates from Lucasfilm. <sighs> okay, so they announced earlier in the evening that, like, kind of before all this start started barfing out around six o'clock, they were like, "There's going to be ten new Star Wars and ten new Marvel things." And I'm like, ten new Star Wars." The last time you tried to saturate Star Wars, it did not go very well for you, right? Mm. Because nobody wanted to see Solo. Now, granted, a lot of that has to do with nobody wants to see Solo. (laughs) 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 It was a decent movie, but at the end of the day, like, are people really itching to find out what Han Solo was like when he was slightly younger? Because I'm not, but whatever. Well, same thing can be said for The Mandalorian. There's not even Boba. Like, think about it's that. not, but that's the thing. It's they, they said, well, it's not Boba Fett. Okay, cool. So this is just a story about a Mandalorian that's got nothing to do with it. Sign me up. I'm in. I- Sounds interesting. <laughs> so anyways, I, I was concerned at first. I am no longer concerned after all of this news. So they, they start you off with a little sizzle reel of like, here's what's been happening on Mandalorian season two so far, in case you weren't already freaking out. <laughs> first piece of news. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic, a new original series set within the timeline of The Mandalorian, is coming to Disney+. Plus. This one scares me because it's probably intended to be a vehicle for uh, Gina Parler Carano. And, uh, eh. Mm. Yeah. Okay, they all can't we'll be winners. They can't all be they all, home They runs. all can't be winners. You know, I don't, they, they, that's all the info. So, right. I don't know anything else about that one. Got a one. decent logo. It does. And the fact that the fact that they didn't say anything else about it kind of speaks to me a little bit. Like there's been a real turn on 
Gina Carano mm-hmm. since she kind of came out as a bit of a scumbag. Mm. So yeah, that's my thing. Like all of Mandalorian season two had to have already been in the can before all this shit started coming out. There's nothing they could do about that. They might as well run those episodes, but that doesn't mean they have to keep working with her. And as we were saying about the uh, the Native American show, I think Disney has the sense to you know when to cut bait. Right. Yeah. Which I'm not saying I've agreed with all the decisions we're about to talk about, but you know what? I'm choosing I am choosing the side of faith because I loved the sequel trilogy and I absolutely adore the Mandalorian. So Ahsoka, a new original series starring Rosario Dawson set within the timeline of the Mandalorian is going to Disney Plus. Ah! Lady Motors Yeah. I mean you already heard everything I had to say about that last time. I was like, I have so many questions. I want to know the answers to them. And this and is where Disney I'm going to get And was them. like, okay. Here you uh. go. <laughs> Could not have timed that better. That is such wonderful news. And I did see that uh, uh, Favreau and Filoni are directly involved in that one. So big, fat, hairy thumbs up from me. Hell yeah. Ahsoka <laughs> it's wins. It's true. His thumbs are hairy. And they are. And Ahsoka and stole my heart. Woo yeah. woo good times this one i had heard about that it was something that was going to happen and it looks cooler than i could have imagined uh every quote to everything i did i did for the rebellion Andor, an original series set in the star wars universe is streaming in 2022 on disney plus this is a series about cassian Andor, um the character that diego luna played in rogue one okay. and i thought that was a, i thought he was a super cool character i loved rogue one it's one of those movies that I really liked the first time I saw it, but I like it more every time I watch it since. Oh, Heck yeah. Because right. there's an intrinsic problem with Rogue One is that you know everyone dies in the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, yeah. you don't really get super attached to the characters, but as I watch it more often, like, I've, I've multiple times you watch it, then you kind of do get attached to those characters because you're seeing them over and over again. And they don't know they're going to die. Exactly. And, yeah, they don't know they're going to die. For the and, record, going into that, Chris, I didn't either. <laughs> nice. But if you yeah. know what Rogue One is about, I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, didn't. That's not a big spoiler. <laughs> so... Well, as soon as you start watching the movie, you will, because it's about the Death Star plans. And if no, you've seen Star Wars... I'm, you, okay. You're not understanding. She no. had no idea I did, it was yeah. a surprise at the end. <laughs> I had not seen Star Wars. Oh, Rogue well, One was it. the movie oh, okay. that made me want to watch Star Wars, and I did not... But like I had a minor, I was like, wait, doesn't that mean they're all gonna, nah, why would they make a movie about a bunch of dead people? Oh, because it's amazing. Okay. Like I actually give a shit now. I get it. They're all dead. Yep. Yep. So seeing more of Cassian, like I'm into that. Yeah. I think that's a great, I think that's a great idea. And And not for nothing more Diego Luna. Not going to complain. He's he's easy on the eyes. I'll I'll tell you that for free. But his enthusiasm for this role makes me really happy because that's one of the things that was I think very clearly missing from my least favorite aspects of Star Wars are when you can tell that the people there are no longer excited to be there. Mm. Okay. Say what you will about the prequels. I often will. I'll never complain about Ewan McGregor's performance because he was always happy to be there. He was like. I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi, bitches. I don't care what I'm reading. Like, yeah. that guy's happy to be there. And a lot of the other people, you could tell, just weren't. Mm-hmm. And this is one I have a really good feeling about Andor. Uh, I, I think it's a cool name. I'm, I'm into it. Cool. Cool. Okay. 
Okay. Do you really quick? I know I don't want to take this too long, but I'm just curious because I've, I've been dying for your opinion on this. I've heard a little bit about this stuff. Do you feel like they're milking it too much? Or do you think that this is the thing? Like we've talked about how the Star Wars universe is often underdeveloped and the cartoons are not always appealing enough to people to catch them and pull them in and flesh out that world. Do you think that all of these different shows are going to do those things that we've been asking for? Well, that's kind of what I was going to get at at the end of this this oh, chunk here is just that can't keep going as you'll see throughout this list what makes me feel better about that is like yeah they 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 tried to do too much star wars at, at once and it bit them in the ass this is doing it in a bunch of different directions okay that there are so many different routes that they're taking with these new star wars shows like yeah a lot of it's kind of chilling out with each other but as we're going to see going forward a lot of it's really different from one another so they're taking the star wars universe and actually not just doing like here's solo you know which is all gonna here's how it ties into the skywalker saga it's like well a lot of this stuff only only kind of does mm -hmm. and it's really building on its own legacy going in its own directions and that's why i think this is this has the potential to work it also has the potential to go terribly sour but i love star wars so i'm in gotcha Okay, this next one I am very weary of. <laughs> Why? Hayden <laughs> Christensen returns as Darth Vader, joining Ewan McGregor in Obi-Wan Kenobi. The original series begins ten years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith and is coming to Disney+. Plus. Personally, I would have started that tweet with, Ewan, Ewan McGregor is coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then in tiny little parentheses, and Aiden Christensen might be returning as Darth Vader. <laughs> maybe. <Yeah>. Maybe. <clears throat> or just maybe leave that bit off and don't do it. Yeah, well, that's Well, just better. in case there is that, those three huge Aiden Christensen fans out there, like, oh shit, I wasn't going to watch this, but now I will. Even better than that, Go ahead and do it for continuity's sake, but leave it a surprise. Yeah. That'd be pretty neat to find out on the show. Kind of like when Timothy Oliphant showed up like, yeah, it's Boba Oliphant. That's amazing. <laughs> so good. <clears throat> Love him. All right. Yes. Hayden Christensen is my second most reviled part of the prequel trilogy behind Jar Jar Banks. Of course. I, yeah, I'm sure he's a perfectly nice young man. Although he's a lot, he's a lot older now. So what the hell do I know? I just, I, I cannot. As much as I try, I cannot enjoy that man act. How long ago was the last of the prequels? Revenge of the Sith came out. Oh, before you were born. <laughs> God in heaven. That could Revenge be true for me. I, you didn't that's know, I, a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> two thousand five. Okay, so 15. I was close. I would have said two thousand three. So it's been years. a while. It's possible this could turn out great, right? Uh -huh. This could actually be an okay thing. That he took 10 years of acting lessons? Or 17 years of acting lessons? <laughs> he's going to be in the helmet. There's no other way for it to be. If this takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, he was in the helmet by the end of Revenge of the Sith. So I don't know how much we're going to see this dude's face. So... I don't know, man. And James Earl Jones is still around, so, like, does he have to do anything other than be the body because that other guy died? That's what I'm saying. I have absolutely no idea what's happening with this. I just don't understand it. I mean, he was the body of Vader in the end of Revenge of the Sith because he just really wanted to be in the costume. 
And so they're like, all right, go for it. I don't know, man. This this confuses me to no end, but... <sighs> uh, all right, that's it. That's it. But hey, Ewan's coming back. That's, right? That's fantastic. I, I'm still excited for it. Yeah. I'm going to watch the crap out of this. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yes. Because so far, all this expanded stuff has done the prequels better than the prequels. Right. And I can only hope that they continue that tradition. And maybe someday I'll be able to stomach them to watch them again and enjoy them. But I don't, eh, I don't know how that's going to happen. Anyway, uh, let's see. We got The Bad Batch, which was something that was already confirmed, but we got a sneak peek at it. This is a spinoff from the Clone Wars characters they introduced in the last season, which were um, clones that didn't come out the way they expected. <laughs> so they all have, like, unique attributes, but they're all just, you know, a little off. Uh, so there's a whole series of that, which is okay. I like I like Clone Wars quite a bit. And this is more of that. So, sure, let's do it. Sign me up. Everything this one's pretty cool. Uh, Star Wars Visions, an original series of animated short films, celebrates the Star Wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best Japanese anime creators. Okay. Is it in so, like, English or is it going to be Japanese? It's going to be in English. That I'm assuming it's going to be in English because yeah. it's on uh, Disney+. Plus, okay. But it, it could just be... You know, dubbed in both languages. Who, who the heck knows? Uh, that, all I know is that I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah. And I'm into it. Because remember the Animatrix? Yes. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. I, I really like this idea. Um, did right. you see, what was it? Uh, Sex, Death, and Robots on Netflix? No. Okay. If you like the Animatrix, I think you should check that out. Moving on. Okay. Uh, let's see. The galaxy's favorite scoundrel, Lando Calrissian, will return in Lando, a brand new event series for Disney+. Justin Simeon is in the early stages of developing the project. It does not say Donald Glover, therefore, I'm mad at it. <laughs> Tell us you how you really gotta feel. you got to get him to do that role again. I think that's going to be Williams. animated. <laughs> it was the best part of Solo. I, I completely agree. And... I don't know, man. If this, um, the only the only reason I could see them not doing that is if it's animated. But I don't think it's going to be. I just have a feeling that they're aiming for live action. They gotta get even him. if it's animated. Give me the voice. Yeah, I'll take the voice. They gotta get him back because that was so good. <laughs> All right, let's see. This one is another kind of a mystery. Uh, Leslie Headland brings a new Star Wars series to Disney Plus with the Acolyte. The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. What is the High Republic era? Uh, unless I'm wrong, that's a pre-prequel. Okay. I think. Wow. I could be wrong. You just say it confidently enough. I'll believe you. Yeah. Just going to look that up. <laughs> High Republic era, Wikipedia. Uh, lasted about 200 years um, in the Galactic Republic at its height the Golden Age yeah it was the Golden Age of the Jedi so yeah okay right I do know what I'm talking about <laughs> every once in a while sometimes <laughs> sometimes uh, let's we said see. after Lucasfilm we made Animation. him run this whole thing <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know that sounds pretty neat and pretty different so mm -hmm. that's cool and again totally different direction 
Uh, yeah. Then we have Lucasfilm Animation teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team, ILM, to develop a special Star Wars adventure for Disney Plus, a droid story. This epic journey will introduce us to a new hero guided by R2 and 3PO. Another completely different direction. Oh. So that's how I feel about the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a handful of things that are coexisting, but it's also, you know, stuff that's completely not really related just in the same universe not even the same timeline so that's pretty awesome yeah they're they're, they're, sh- they're stretching their muscles which is great they're like they're not sticking with that same formula that that is what in essence bit them in the ass the last time yeah if you're gonna do more more stuff make it new stuff don't make it the same stuff yeah because uh say what you again say what you will about the the sequel trilogy it did retread a lot of what had been done before and all this stuff that's happening that's new is is Star Wars at its best. So stepping away from Star Wars a little bit, there's other Lucasfilm news starring Warwick Davis plot directed by John Chu. Willow is coming in 2022 to Disney plus. Yes. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so into this. My only upset is that Val Kilmer will not be Mad Martin. I accidentally spoiled this for myself and I lost my shit. He, yeah, he's not doing so well. <sighs> Did he Brendan Fraser it? I'm sorry, no, that was he, mean. He's he's he got he got uh he has like throat cancer or something's wrong no. with him. Like he was just in um the Jay and Silent Bob reboot and he was playing uh-huh. Bob as Batman or you know Hemp Knight and he w- he didn't speak. He was texting everything as and that was the running joke cuz he couldn't really talk. Oh no. It's a shame. Well, 2022 is a long ways away. It's true. Get well soon. Get well Kilmer. soon. Yeah, yeah you're Willow. in our thoughts. Willow. I'm so excited to see that. I'm so jazzed. This one uh, gives me a lot of pause because I really think we should be done with this, but apparently we're not. Lucasfilm is in pre-production on the next installment of Indiana Jones. What? Oh, Uh, James Mangold, director of Ford v. Ferrari, and Indy himself, Harrison Ford, will be back to continue his iconic character's journey. Arrives July 2022. He's going to continue his journey riding a little rascal. Like, right? (laughs) Come on now. I really thought, like, no one's excited. People love to hate on the last Indiana Jones movie. It certainly wasn't the best Indiana Jones movie, but it was still an Indiana Jones movie. And even then, he was pushing being too old to play that character. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. He had the happy ending. He walked into the sunset and got married. Like, if you're going to do the. If you want to make new Indiana Jones, I think you have to reboot at this point. You just do. I don't know how you do that without Harrison Ford so as Indy. The only way they're pulling this off is, is if he is playing himself, but he's passing the mantle and it was. um, t- t- He had a son. Uh, what's his name? Oh. Mutt Williams. Yes, but. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, the actor, Played Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Mutt Williams. And just pass that mantle. Like, just move on i was really happy with the fact that they didn't do that in that one where he tried to pick up the hat at the end he was like hands off my hat motherfucker <laughs> and he walks away because mutt williams sucks yes but if they I, did open yeah. that door for the possibility if i'm being they honest did. with you guys i haven't i haven't bothered to see that one because it it did not the trailer did nothing for me at the time did you not like crystal skulls uh, no, I didn't see. Uh, oh wait, is that the other? Just wait, for, uh, is that Kate Blanchett? You got to see it just for her ridiculous Russian accent. Okay, <laughs> that's true. Well, I mean, if I can laugh <laughs> that's at true. it, 
I, it's it's my third favorite indie movie. I like it better than Temple of Doom. I don't really like Temple of Doom all that much. It's like it's got a lot of bad parts in it, but it's very Indiana Jones. It's I think people were so pissed about it because it was an Indiana Jones movie. It was completely ridiculous, defied a lot of things that it's so so much that just doesn't make any sense and couldn't possibly happen. And then there was like it was somewhat alien related instead of like straight up Christian mythology related, and people took issue with that. Like. It's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, whatever. Uh, Tommy Adiemi's New York Times best-selling novel *Children of Blood and Bone* is being developed by Lucasfilm in partnership with 20th Century Studios. This coming-of-age adventure follows a young African girl's quest to restore magic to her forsaken people, the Magi. Ooh. I have heard good things about this book. Me so. too. Cool. 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 And then we get back to two more Star Wars things that made me really happy. <laughs> a brand new Star Wars feature with acclaimed filmmaker Taika Waititi is in development. Get ready for an unforgettable ride. Yeah, I, I cool. bet it will be. Yeah. I'm he, super down. He's directing a Star Wars movie. Sign me up. Right. And then we get Patty Jenkins. Yeah. On is directing. Wait a minute. <laughs> Patty Jenkins on rollerblades. And she's sitting here talking about like how she's always wanted to make the best fighter pilot movie of all time. And she's directing a movie called Rogue Squadron. <laughs> can you feel on can board. you feel him vibrating with excitement? I'm so into this. Rogue Squadron is like I was obsessed with that game. And I know it's not going to be based directly on the video game, but Rogue Squadron is freaking Luke's team. Squadron. Yeah. It's his team. I don't know what the, I don't know how they're doing that. Like are they going to recast Luke or something like that? Or is this going to be another group of pilots and like they're going to do the aged down Luke and have him do the voice? I don't know what they're going to do. I have no idea what they're going to do. But the fact that they're attacking a Rogue Squadron movie as a fighter pilot movie. So they're not doing it like, here's Star Wars, a Star Wars movie that's going to have some X-Wings in it. Like, this is going to be about flying. Mm -hmm. It's going to be Top Gun, but Star Wars. Mm -hmm. If there is no so volleyball scene on the beach in some distant planet i will be upset there's got to be beach volleyball on tatooine it's nothing but sand <laughs> 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 yeah that looks that one looks thing we know great. is if it's on tatooine with beach volleyball and nothing but sand there will be no hayden christensen anywhere in sight because <laughs> that dude hates sand i'm all about um, this now <laughs> i'm all about disney poaching all the dc talent I just, that was a hell of a ride. That was. I am excited. My head is spinning. I literally, like, I have head tingles right now. <laughs> you guys, we're all going your, like head, your heads are spinning, and we haven't even talked about the MCU. Yeah, like, I just, know. Are we halfway done? <laughs> I, I, there's, there's so much more crazy shit to happen here, all right? And we're going to blow through some of it, but just... To recap, Star Wars, okay, this is some neat Star Wars stuff, this is some weird Star Wars stuff, this is some different Star Wars stuff, Willow's coming back, and then by the way, Indiana Jones, he's gonna be like 95 at that point, who cares, and then two Star Wars movies that sound really freaking cool. Let's calm things down and talk about National Geographic. <sighs> Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> Let's see. It's going to be Jacques Cousteau, Martin Luther King, a bunch of stuff about whales, bugs, America the Beautiful, that guy's in his 
I don't know. He's in a wetsuit wet suit and some in, cold water. Yeah. Uh, and that guy looks yeah, like he's walking on a Geographic. volcano. Darren Aronofsky is going to be doing something. Uh, Will Will Smith embarks on awe inspiring journey to unlock the secrets of this planet's most extraordinary unexplained phenomena. Sure. Okay. Oh Doesn't my God! He already know everything with from I need to start this over. Finally, from Nat Geo comes Welcome to Earth, <laughs> an epic, stunning series from Darren Aronofsky, starring Will Smith. What the hell? That's amazing. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Thank you, National Geographic, for that. It says working title. That is not a working title. No, that you to- have to. That is you're damn gym. right. That title's working. That shit works. <laughs> <laughs> they just misspelled Earth. If they, it has if, to be Earth with an F. If they change that, I'm gonna be so mad. Okay, <laughs> now, all right. You ready for some weird shit? Stuff into some Does weird it get shit, weirder? Right? It's a stream come true. Let's talk about Disney Plus updates. All right, this is amazing. The Mighty Ducks game changers. Now that was the tweet from Disney. All right, I didn't say that. Okay, I didn't make that one up. That's all Disney. The Mighty Ducks game changers continues the legacy of hockey's finest fouls. The series picks up where the films left off. Emilio Estevez returns as Gordon Bombay, and Lauren Graham is joining the flock. How does it pick? Up? Isn't that from like thirty years ago? What the hell? <laughs> when was the last? I gotta know. I don't even understand ducks. this. Because I know awesome. they made I'm a bunch so of sequels. <laughs> they made a bunch of sequels, right? All right, D two and D three was nineteen ninety six. That was D three. That was D three in nineteen ninety six. Oh, and then there, let's see, television. There was anim. There was an animated series, but that was like a that was that was that was du- weird. That was real that ducks was in yeah. space, wasn't it? Like- yeah, that was like a. Yeah, that was nuts. Then we have live action. Oh, wait, no, that's... In 2018, it was announced that a TV series was coming, and then it's just kind of been chilling until now. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Following up on the hit 1996 movie, D3, <laughs> Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Hey, anything with Laura Dern in it, I'm, I'm on board. La- Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham, Lauren excuse me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm a fan. Uh, inspired by the classic film Turner and Hooch. <laughs> this is a buddy comedy starring Josh Peck and his partner, a sweet slobbering mast- slobbery look mastiff. They similar. <laughs> okay. They look like each other. I love that. <laughs> oh. Big Shot is a celebration of girl power set in the world of high school basketball starring John Stamos. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, there's more to the tweet, but really, is there... it's a story of girl power set in the world of high school basketball, starring John Stamos. What else do you need? Um, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. Sorry, they have their Twitter handles, and I'm like, YNB, I know that she's from uh, Community. Mm-hmm. Yvette Nicole Brown and Jessalyn Gilsig? Oh, she was the horrible wife on Glee. Yeah, oh, big, no. yeah, Glee, all right. Oh, wait. Big no, but... shot. Packs big fun. <sighs> I'll bet it does. <laughs> this is me what, reacting. What is, what oh, is this? Hale. Another mystery is unfolding. Join Tony Hale and Kristen Schald in the Mysterious Benedict Society based on the international best-selling book series. Okay. Cool. I like both of them. They're funny. Yeah, that could be something Ugh! the kardashian jenners will create a new global content under a multi-year deal just who the hell cares prepare for magic uh, 
couldn't even make it all the way through I could, that I, one. I, I could only not a tweet. A tweet. It was a <laughs> valiant <laughs> effort. to finish a tweet about those people. Whatever. Um, all right, let's see. We got some movie stuff here. Hocus Pocus 2 is officially happening. We already knew that. Um, three, there's rebooting Three Men and a Baby with Zac Efron. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Who asked for that one? Okay. Or <laughs> like... All right, it's Zach Efron. It's three men and a baby. Is Zach Efron playing the baby? Yes. And who are the other two men? <laughs> I want it to be that special effect where he's hiding underneath the bassinet, and it's just his head with the fake baby arms. That's it, all the time. I'll take it. I will watch the hell out of that. Or is it three men and Zach Efron? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to like skim some of these movie things. Uh, the live-action film franchise Diary of a Wimpy Kid is coming to Disney Plus as an all-new animated film. Congrats to everyone who's a fan of that. There's a yeah, lot I of kids really, that... Yeah, I heard yeah. the kids really love that, so... Yeah. Uh, Ice, Age, Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild is the next installment in the Ice Age franchise. Whatever. Still going. Uh, what was this that? This is kind of neat. What was that Rescue Night Rangers the museum. Thing? What's that? There was a Rescue Rangers thing. What was that? It's coming. It's oh, okay. coming. Right. Uh, Night at the Museum is coming Spoilers. to Disney Plus with a new twist. This okay. time it's animated. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Jungle is with, uh, the, we got something with Paul Giamatti, The Rock, and Emily Blunt. Hell uh, yes. All those <laughs> names just sign me up. <clears throat> Ugh. I can't wait to not watch this. A prequel to the live action Lion King is in development from blah, blah, blah. Uh,. <laughs> <laughs> Meet the cast of Disney's The Little Mermaid, starring Halle Berry, Jonah Howard King, Aquafina, David Diggs, Jacob Tremblay, Melissa McCarthy, and Javier Bardem. Directed by Rob Marshall, featuring music from the animated original and new music by Al Menken and Lin-Manuel Miranda. As long as this doesn't turn out like Catwoman, I'm good. I heard Halle, Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry. I read oh. that wrong. Oh, oh Jesus. Sh- okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm looking Sorry, at the picture. Everyone. I'm like, that's not Halle Berry. Oh, Halle Bailey. I can't read. Got I'm it. literally just listening to all this and, it, you know, experiencing it through your words like our listeners will. Maybe you do need visual aids, everybody. Don't try him at his word. Yeah. <laughs> Chip and Dale are back in a hybrid live action animated feature. Di- feature, not a series. I thought this was a series. Huh? Huh. Directed by Akiva Schaefer and starring John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Sign yes. me the fuck up. <laughs> John Mulaney's a chipmunk. I'm in. Yeah, this sounds great. So, yeah, that's that's wonderful. John, John uh, Mulaney played the, the Spider-Ham, right? Like, that's his voice? I think so. We haven't seen uh, Spider-Verse okay. yet, okay. but yeah, I think so. Oh, I've seen some of the stand-up stuff thanks to Karen, and he's he's he's, he's a delight. <clears throat> all right, let's see here. Uh, Again? Wait. Oh well, no, all right. See, I I had read the headline, but I hadn't seen any of the imagery related to it. One of Disney's all-time classics is coming to Disney Plus with the new live-action retelling of Pinocchio, starring Tom Hanks and directed by Robert Robert Zemeckis. Aww, that could be good. I didn't see the Lady and the Tramp. I heard nothing good about it, but uh. I don't love these live-action reimaginings, and they already did a live-action Pinocchio with Multiple. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, which looked hideous and horrible. But I'm looking at this concept art, and it looks like the designs look very related to the cartoon, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. And I always think the live-action reboots go better when they're based when there are stories about people. Like the ones about animals, I don't get 
Yeah. Because the, they're live action, but the animals still have to be CG. So yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> also, <laughs> when sheep. did when did Lady and the Tramp happen? When Disney Plus launched. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And nobody cared. Was it real puppies? Or were they... No, it was uh, all... Hence nobody caring, honey. Quote, unquote, live action. <laughs> it was like The Lion King. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Peter Pan and Wendy will be flying to Disney+. Plus. David Lowry directs an amazing cast, including Yara Shahidi in the role of Tinkerbell and Jude Law as Captain Hook. Mm. Mm. Wow. All right. Okay. I dig Peter Pan stuff, so I'll give, this a, I'll give that a watch. Mm-hmm. This could be fun. Disenchanted, a sequel to the hit film Enchanted, will stream exclusively on Disney Plus. Oh, Amy right. Adams returns for more fantastical fun as Giselle. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, I'm in. I thought that movie was pretty funny. Yeah, I liked cute. it. Yeah. What? What? Oh, Meanwhile, Sister Act Three is in development. <laughs> sorry, I looked ahead and my my sh- I couldn't keep the shock in. <laughs> <laughs> and all the pieces come together because Whoopi Goldberg returns to star and produce with Tyler Perry as producer as well. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was a reaction. And now for the first time in forever, it's an update from Walt Disney Animation Studios. Now, this is where we get some pretty cool, interesting stuff. So, we got Ryan the Last Dragon. Uh, a little <laughs> quick look at that stuff. That's pretty neat. That was going to be the next thing. Just announced Disney Animation's first ever original animated series are coming to Disney Plus. So, what's cool about this is that this is not farming it out to the the kind of studios that used to do this stuff for Disney Afternoon, where we got substandard shows like uh like you know the aladdin series right, or the right, lion right. king series whatever this is disney animation studios doing these animated spin-offs from previous movies and they are baymax zootopia plus tiana and moana what is is baymax baymax is from big hero 6 is that big hero 6 okay yeah, yeah. so they're doing a baymax series that's good news i have i saw zootopia or at least most of it yes i like so, that i, I like see that, that movie. with I didn't see it, so I, I don't know. I think it what was one of the about. movies that we watched when the, with the kids up in Jersey City. So, uh, like, I on wasn't their paying projector. attention. I think you were probably somewhere else, and I was sitting on the couch. That's anyway, right. I dug what I saw of that. I haven't seen um, a Princess and the Frog, but it's on the list of things to get to for movie night mm-hmm. because I just think the movie looks gorgeous, and I've always wanted to see it because it's their last hand-drawn animated thing. And a Moana series. Yeah. Yes. yes. Super into I mean, all of this. All four of those sound awesome. <laughs> and like by the ideas. time that Moana series comes out, Ellie's going to be the age, and probably the Tiana one too. Uh-huh. That she get, she will like be into it. Who do you think she's going to love most level. from Moana? I mean, she loves Moana already. Uh, yeah, oh. she loves the movie. So, okay. <laughs> Alan Tudyk is the chicken. <laughs> the, oh my I was, god! <laughs> I was waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot his name, but I appreciate you remembering that. I hope, I I wonder if the Tiana series is going to be CG or hand-drawn. I was just going to ask, I was wondering if they've announced anything. Okay, so there's nothing about, like, the art style. Okay. No, nothing yet. Just just titles. Because they're they're not till, um, the Baymax, Utopia, and Tiana are in 2022, and Moana's in 2023. So they're ways off. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, let's see. <laughs> this is interesting. In a first-of-its-kind collaboration, Disney Animation and Pan-African Entertainment company Kugali will team up to create an all-new science fiction series coming to Disney Plus in 2022. I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce this. Uwaju? Uh, check out the first look at the visual development art from the series. It looks stunning. Yeah. Uh, 
this looks cool as hell. I don't know anything about it, but I mean, Holy bananas. I don't want to click on anything, but this is this is this is such a this is Disney Plus showing the promise of Disney Plus. You know what I mean? Right. Like when Disney Plus launched, it was like here's a bunch of old stuff and the Mandalorian and the live action uh, Lady of the Tramp movie nobody cares about. And the legacy stuff was super cool, but at a certain point, you're like, "Well, I'm keeping this because of Mandalorian." But where's and and the legacy stuff, regular access and high quality. But where's where's the new stuff? What's making this Netflix? This list that we've gone through so right, far that, is making that, Netflix. That was always our our conversation about what what was the reasoning for getting this because there's like a lot of the catalog we already have in some way, shape, or form. It's mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was not readily available before, and only starting their stable with really the Mandalorian. Like it, it just seemed like a, a, a misstep. Yeah, like it was amazing, but that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we it, it'll keep us entertained till you know most of these are coming in twenty one, maybe twenty two. Like in yeah, this a lot list. of this stuff's a ways off, but so. still, it's. What's happening? Yeah. Uh, let's see. This is about their new movie. Now we're into Pixar stuff. Soul. Because uh, it's getting late, I really want to try Maybe. to skip stuff that's not TV related. Uh, there's Pixar series coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, the first one is called Doug Days. In this up spinoff, Doug discovers the dangers of suburbia like puppies, fireworks, and squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Doug like Days will character. premiere at Disney yeah. Plus and fall off 2021. That's cool. I had heard about um, this one accidentally, and I'm really glad we're talking about it because I just i I kind of thought someone was lying to me. I'm really glad. Uh, yeah, not. I completely missed. Uh, I completely missed the Pixar stuff because these these don't even have images attached to them, and I was kind of scrolling through pretty frantically at this point. Let's see. Uh, Gee, I wonder uh, why. <laughs> speeding ahead with a new series following Lightning McQueen and Mater on a road trip because of that, that uh, Mater can die in a fire. Oh. Uh, third is Pixar's <laughs> first original long-form animated series, Win or Lose. The show follows a middle school softball team in the week leading up to their championship game, and each episode is told from the perspective of a different character. Okay. That's neat. Interesting. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's fall 2023. Neat. Wow. Uh, let's see. Their their next feature film is Luca and his friend Alberto. And then there's something called Turning Red. Uh, and then I just have to say it. Uh, blasting in the theaters, June 17th, 2022. Lightyear is the definitive story of the original Buzz Lightyear, voiced by Chris Evans. Chris Evans, Evans is <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. So there was this advertisement. <laughs> Um, this is not about the Buzz Lightyear, the toy. This is about the the dude that the toy is based on. Yes. So okay. that's how that's how he got around being the voice. Not being Tim Allen. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was just gonna ask. Thank you for I'm so goddamn on board for that shit. Oh yeah. yes. Sign me up. Oh that's, yes. that sounds Chris crazy Evans baking weird a pie. Awesome. I'm so on board for that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you're Chris right. Evans clipping his toenails. I'm on board for that. You know it's what? The, it's the big one, you guys. You know what? I I actually am. But yeah, no, I'm 100 percent in right. to to Buzz Lightyear. But now it's time, as Disney says, it was inevitable. Updates from Marvel Studios have arrived. And how, what time is this one? I uh... this started at 7:39. Wait, so, we didn't get to Marvel yet. Holy yeah, and it's been shit. it's been an hour and a half. Okay. Okay. Now, the Marvel's 
the, where Marvel is right now, I think, is just the perfect position. And I saw some sort of thing out there complaining that, like, Marvel really dropped the ball because they just stopped after Endgame. Like, no. First off, there was a Spider-Man movie following Endgame, so knock that the hell off. But second <laughs> off, we needed that break. Yeah. Because if they kept going, like, just kept pumping shit out after that, Endgame was an event. And Spider-Man was a great epilogue. Spider-Man was just this nice palate cleanser for afterwards, being like, of course the MCU is still going to go, but this is considerably more light than Endgame. Yes. It needed a break. And then COVID also happened. COVID, and we, yeah, right? yeah, COVID like... happened and we got more of a break because we were supposed to have Black Widow already. But I think putting that movie off for as much as they did was a good thing because having this huge break from the MCU and we got all that Spider-Man movie news, which is complete and total insanity. But then after all of this, I am really ready to jump back into the MCU. Like mm-hmm. the, the timing could not has be worn off. Like exactly. Like that was that was the, uh, an issue that Marvel had in its in its comic book reign. That it was event after event after event after event, and it, we there, there was a thing called f- f- uh, event fatigue. Event fatigue. Yeah. Like I don't want to buy this much. I don't want to wa- read this much. I don't want to see this much. Just make it lighter and yeah they should and that's the reason i don't that's the reason i'm not i don't buy any marvel comics anymore i'm everything seems to be leading up to the next big thing the next big thing and well marvel studios is starting small again and i love the direction that this is going so the first thing it's a new trailer for wandavision which i was already sold on this show because it just looks weird as all hell Mm -hmm. but and then the second trailer that they showed like the trailer that they showed that like kind of showed there's a lot more going on than even it looked like initially this trailer destroyed me (laughs) because i'm a gigantic monkeys fan and daydream believer is one of my favorite songs of all time top 10 favorite songs this trailer is set to that song okay in a a crazy awesome rendition of it Hmm. as the trailer gets more and more messed up the song sounds more and more messed up. It's incredible. I am so into this show. Yeah, I'm just we're just watching the visuals of it because if I play it, it'll cut the the sound will cut in for our, our side, and it looks like way more than what we thought it was. I haven't seen anything yet, so I'm gonna be surprised later. Yeah, after <laughs> no as soon as we're idea. Done, I, you still, I still don't really think I get it, but that's what the trailer's trying to convey to you is like they don't get it either something weird's going on and i'm so sold which is super cool because wanda and vision were characters in the mcu itself that were never really super fleshed out you know what i mean right right i never grew super attached to them and i love and i think they're they're great characters in the comics so i'm really interested to see this show based on these two characters getting their due I'm so excited about this show. And January 8th, right? January 15th. 15th. Oh, wow. That's a month from today. (laughs) A month from recording, yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. We will have watched season three of Cobra Kai before this comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ah, okay. I'm not separating TV from movie because I'm just too into all this stuff. Next up, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness debuts March 25th, 2022, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, 
Mm-hmm. Benedict Wan, Rachel McAdams, Chiwetel Ejiofor, and Shachitul Gomez. I'm I'm sorry. It's X O C H I T L Gomez I th- as America Chavez. Isn't it Ochitl? Is is do they pronounce the X? I have absolutely no idea. Okay. Anyway, it's directed by Sam frickin' Raimi! Woohoo! <laughs> That's what I was just waiting for. And the film ties to WandaVision and the next Spider-Man film. So how many <gasps> zoom-in screams are there going to be? Because there's at least one in every Sam Raimi film. <laughs> the camera just zooms right into some woman's face as they scream. Guaranteed. I, I don't know. I'm in. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I want to know how he's going to fit the car in the movie too. But it's whatever. There you go. <laughs> I'm so into this. Ash shows up with a chainsaw hand for some weird reason. I mean, it could anything happen. Could, anything could happen. <laughs> right. I mean, anything. in case you missed it, pretty much everyone from every Spider-Man movie ever is going to be in the next Spider-Man movie. So we're getting multiverse stuff. It, I thought it was a throwaway, right? Mm-hmm. When we saw the last Spider-Man movie, uh, Far From Home, and like it turned out that he was like, oh no, the multiverse is real. I'm uh, from this other universe. And then it was all just a lie. Right. But no, the multiverse is coming to the MCU, and I'm so into it. <laughs> oh, squee! Meanwhile, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Yay! an original series, starts streaming <laughs> on March 19th, and the trailer looks sick. We have to watch all these trailers, honey. I know. I was like, I'm well. so glad that uh, this show finally got made because, you know, the production right. got shut down during yeah. COVID and like, <sighs> I need it. Yeah, it looks good. It looks interesting. It looks, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. that's good stuff. Watch that trailer. Uh, this is also pretty cool. Black Widow chronicles Natasha Romanoff's efforts to deal with her history as a spy before she became an Avenger. We already know no, about this movie. That. The, the, movie. The news yeah. is it's hitting theaters May 7th, 2021. Okay. Mm-hmm. Presumably theaters will be a thing by May. Get your fucking vaccines so I can see this fucking movie. Yes. What she I've, said. I've had the, I, I've been looking forward to this movie for over a year. Like, come on. God damn it. <clears throat> and don't forget the vaccine comes in two doses. Yes. Marvel Studios, glorious Loki, an original series from oh Marvel God. Studios, is coming of May 2021 to Disney Plus. So we got I've WandaVision seen January, uh, March. March is Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then uh, May is Loki. And this trailer is so cool. I, it's so great. I want this. I, I'm pretty sure this is not actually how it happens in the movie. But like like his facial reactions, like I know this whole scene takes is from one of the other films. But like, no, that was uh, that. That's all footage from the movie. Those facial expressions and everything, when he looks down at fantastic. it, and picks up the cube. <laughs> it's that was all in the movie. That's a hundred percent from the movie. Like when they start fighting and he gets that little huh, like thing, uh-huh. like yeah. that was fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Oh my god, that's and that trailer looks crazy because like. I wanted to know where he went after that. That was one of my big questions after that. Like, where the hell did he go? He asked the Tesseract, where did he go? Now we know. Weird shit's going to happen. I'm so into it. It looks so good. It looks and so good. he's going to be D.B. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> so following that up, sometime in the summer, we're going to get What If? <sighs> yeah. 
love what now if. if you don't know what what if comics are they're ba- they're what they sound like they're just one shots of like yeah well what if uh aunt may was the herald of galactus yeah, like just weird situations. You know? Sometimes it was huge events, like certain things, like what if the black costume went to this person instead? But other yeah. times it was things like what? Yeah, Ant May couldn't be the Herald of Galactus, but what if? And yeah, right. Yeah, what if? So this trailer shows off. Uh, uh, the the big one was uh, what if um, Peggy, uh, was Peggy Carter got to be Captain America? Yes, oh, man. It just looks so good, and it's actually Haley Atwell. Yeah, doing the voice. Doing the voice. It's, so it's all animated, but it really? looks good. Wow, it, it does. I'm I'm seeing it on a very tiny little screen, and like the, the what shield. if T'Challa was picked up uh, for Instead the Guardians of Star Lord, um, and then the other one has something to do with Doctor Strange. I'm so into this. This looks so freaking good. Yeah, oh, I so I like the the art style for this as well. Like, um, mm-hmm. I finally decided to start looking at some of this because I'm tired of not knowing what it looked like. It's the good CG it's, animation. It's really cool. Yeah, I like yeah. this. I'm I'm very curious to see how this. Uh, it reminds me of some of the animatics they did for uh, Doctor Who. Okay. Yeah, like some of the extended universe stuff. Okay. This is a. Uh, yeah, I can see that definite connection there. Okay, uh, production is wrapped on Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Meet the fantastic cast, bring them to life. Hits theaters July 9th, 2021. Cool. <clears throat> I mean, it's a, it's an all-Asian cast. I, I, I'm i sorry. No Any, Scarlett Johansson in sight. Yeah, yeah, no Scarlett Johansson in sight. I, I just, every time I see Aquafina as, I just don't like that name. I, it, like why she chose that Bottle name? Of water. Like mm-hmm. that's that's her that's her acting name, and it just bothers me so much, so much. I, I I'll be honest with you, I have a hard time too with that. But I'm trying to just remember, like, no, okay, they chose this name, yeah. but did they? I, I, she's a comedian, right? Or a comedian? Yeah, she is. Yeah, so so it makes sense as a comedian name, but like, it's kind of like the Legend of the Ten Rings, starring Aquafina. I kind of feel like it's the same thing with like The Rock. Yeah, I was gonna, just like, going to say that. Yeah. Like 20 yeah. years down the road, she's going to be like, you know, Michelle, whatever her name is or something. Yeah. 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 It's like, no, no, my name's Dwayne. Like, okay, but you're The Rock. It's like, could you just. All right, how about Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Can we work with that? <laughs> can we just can we just work around that maybe? I don't know. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> rock the Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a Rock Johnson, and that's as far as I'll go. <laughs> Uh, what was there was a thing that you sort of I don't know I don't know if we're in the same order but there was a, a shield thing oh man I, it, we're not there yet okay so it's not it, they're not showing up in the same order on my feed that they are in yours okay I, I mean yeah I'm reading every one of them in the order that they were tweeted okay um so next up this one was really cool to see this looks great uh, Miss Marvel a new character to Sorry. Marvel Comics has grabbed the world's imagination we're excited to announce that. Iman Villani as Kamala Khan. Uh, Miss Marvel, an original series from Marvel Studios, is coming late 2021. And it's got, a, it's not really a trailer per se. It's one of those, like, they're all talking about it, but they do show scenes. Yes. She looks great. Yes. They did not show her power in action yet. No. Oh, they, they are. Because I just. Are they showing animation? Well, they of, showed. They, no, they just well, so they showed. The comic. It's, it, they're stills showing from the comic. stills okay. from the comic, and then they show, like, the live action stuff that is, like, literally, some of the shots look like they are shot for shot from panels from the first volume. Because I have the first trade paperback of this, and I haven't continued collecting it because I had 
reason. But I occasionally will, like, read where the story has gone on Wikipedia because I have a friend who's currently working on it. And, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Read it. Okay. And watch. Yeah, the, uh, I've, I've read, like, one or two issues, I think, of this. And it's really cool. She's a really cool character. And yes. I can't wait to see how they pull off her powers because she's got, like... Stretchy powers, right? Yeah, yeah like, it, stretchy it, and enlarging powers. Like... Mm-hmm. Her powers are weird, yes. and um, in the new Avengers video game that was quote-unquote hyper-realistic, that looked weird. Okay. <laughs> Who I'm cares? To think, like, they've come a long way with uh, stretchy power animation, or CGI, or whatever you want to call it, um, but that it, it, that's, <clears throat> one, that's one power set that has never translated well. For some it's reason. hard to make that look cool. It's even hard to make that look cool when it's yeah. being drawn. So, yeah. I don't know. Either way, I don't care. This show looks awesome. I am s- super into this one. Yeah. I'm really, really excited to see where this one goes. Like, yes. Thank you for finally doing this. And a pretty fun follow-up to that. Brie Larson returns as Carol Danvers in Marvel Studios' Captain Marvel 2, directed by Nia DaCosta. Joining the cast are recently announced Miss Marvel, Iman Vellani, and Monica Rambeau, played by WandaVision's Tayona Paris. Okay. Captain Marvel 2 flies into theaters November 11th, 2022. And I like, that, I like that they're doing that because of the, the, the Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel, you know, fascination that mm-hmm. that character has. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that they're doing that. Uh, let's see. Some, some, I don't know if it's really news on Eternals. Just, you know, Eternals is a thing that's still happening. Okay. It's one of the big MCU movies that's coming out. It's got a hell of a cast, right? Directed by Chloe Zhao, starring Richard Richard Madden. I don't know who that is. Uh, Gemma Chan. I also don't know who that is. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Lauren Ridloff. Brian Tree Henry. Selma Hayek. Leah McHugh. Don Lee. Barry Keegan. Kit Harington. And Angelina Jolie. Wow. Okay. That last one I, I did not I, I forgot about. That's gonna be a beefy movie. Yeah, I don't know. Is. I don't know those characters. I know they exist. I know almost nothing about them in the the comic lore. So that's a pretty unknown factor to me. But they seem to be pouring a lot of money into this one. So I assume it will be good because there haven't been any bad ones yet. That's true. Uh, <laughs> and- original adventure Jeremy Renner returns to star as Hawkeye, teaming up with well-known Archer from Marvel Comics Kate Bishop, played by the amazing Haley Steinfeld. Cool. Yes. Yeah. 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 Give it to me. I've heard nothing but good things about this comic, uh, which this seems to be direct directly based off of that more recent Hawkeye comic. Yes. Um. I heard really good things about it. I never got around to reading it myself, but is it, that's it, pretty cool. Is this turning into like a sidekick type thing? Is that what this or like? I think I think it was a she took the mantle. And, takes the mantle. Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, additional cast include Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga. Why do okay. I know that name? Uh, uh, Fra Fra Free and newcomer. Alakwa Cox as Maya Lopez with episodes directed by Reese Thomas and directing duo Bert and Bertie. Okay. For anyone who knows who those people are, please let us know. <laughs> uh, 
<clears throat> this one pissed me right the hell off because we <laughs> talked about this. We had this conversation. She-Hulk arrives to the MCU. Tatiana Maslany, the liar, will portray <laughs> the lying lie, liar face. She-Hulk. But then it goes even crazier because Tim Roth will be returning as an abomination and Hulk himself, Mark Ruffalo, will different appear Hulk. in the series. <laughs> It's a different abomination or a different Hulk. One or the other. I, I, I they can't it's cross. A different so it's Hulk. like that. <laughs> so really, they're pulling that Hulk movie, which is really good on its own, but kind of sticks out like a sore thumb because of uh, Ed Norton, right? And the fact that no other character, no, nothing is even referenced from that movie, with the exception of uh, Ross. Thunderbolt yeah, Ross, right. who yeah. really just he's, he's just kind of a character. He doesn't really act like the character from that movie, or they don't really. He doesn't even interact with uh, Hulk at all. So, right, but man. Now they're now they're bringing Abomination straight up into this biz. So, all right. I think this directed will be a by good- Kat Koiro and Anu Valia. She Hulk is coming to Disney Plus. This this could be a good start to how they're going to incorporate the X Men lineage that has you know that they now own like how much are mm-hmm. they going to bring over or is it going to are they just going to recast everybody like it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this because there is there's a there's a story a hulk story a standalone hulk story out there that mm-hmm. we don't pay attention to anymore so see where yeah. it goes yeah i mean I, i'm also hoping that that hulk movie comes to disney plus at some point i think paramount has that one because that was before marvel studios existed that mm-hmm. you know so they were still kind of farming out actual production on those to other wow, you know what studios. It, I but. just remembered that there was a whole nother Hulk movie other than that yeah, one too. Hulk. Yeah, we that don't, was, we that's don't talk about completely that. unrelated. No, the the Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton yeah. was still MCU. You. It had yep. um Robert Downey Jr. at the end of it mm-hmm. to kind of tie it in. But it <laughs> Gamma really Dogs, only... remember those things? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That movie was nuts, man. <laughs> that whole desert scene was pretty cool. You're fighting lightning? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, that was a weird one. Uh, okay. Uh, just confirming that yeah, it exists. Yeah, that's so Here upsetting. All of this goddamn Moon news and Moon Knight gets one fucking line. One line. Because it, it's still a ways off, but it's, you know what? Really? It's there. But it's still being mentioned, honey. This is progress, and sometimes I got informa- it's small. more information about a cartoon that's coming in 2023 than I did about this. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? You got more information about this than we got about the fucking X-Men. That's very true. Right? Okay. Moon Knight <laughs> has higher billing than the X-Men in the MCU right now, so put that in your head. All right. Be proud, sir. <laughs> I am. You stand tall. When Moon Knight comes out, everyone's going to be like, who's this Moon Knight character? He's amazing. And then you can just pop and be like, let me tell you a story. <laughs> you can sit him down and sit him what's right on Moon Knight. And all of these Very pictures cool. will be of Evan with his standee like I knew it all along. I I it was I was with it before it was cool. Yep. That's it. I could finally say it. It just re it, it's basically re, re uh, reaffirming that this is a thing that they care about and that they are doing, and that is cool. <laughs> Next up, Samuel L. Jackson is back as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn from Captain Marvel returns as the Skrull Talos in Marvel Studios' original series, Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm curious about this Very one because there is a pl- well, I guess it doesn't matter now. There's a plot line in Secret Invasion. It's the only one that I cared about that had a, uh, it had Storm and Black Panther, and they're like married, and mm-hmm. they fight off like one of the 
groups of invaders. Was that only in Secret Invasion? I thought that was a thing outside as well. Um, I don't know, oh, but the Storm and yeah, Storm well, they, and uh, T'Challa were married for a while. Okay. Yes, okay. Um, but because like you know now he's passed and it, like I don't know how any of that is. Do you think they'll incorporate any of that? I don't know because Storm's I don't know, not because a part of that. They've already changed scrolls so much, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the scrolls were effectively the good guys in Captain Marvel. Oh, so I forgot about that. That's true. This whole thing is going to be super interesting. I want to see, and it's a series, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's well, a series. I want to see each episode is one like main scene or something from one of the MCU movies where one of the characters is a scroll and Nick Fury goes around just knocking the snot out of them to get them out of the scene. And some of the scrolls are subversives and like the like that's how the Black Panther story arc went. So maybe that's that's mm-hmm. the the thing. Maybe she met like the good ones. They were the ones who started it. Yeah, I don't knows? know. Oh, this I am, is so cool. All right. Sorry, I'm I'm here on Twitter and like over on the trending thing, I just looked over and saw politics trending. Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> what? See, as you're seeing that, I got on mine on my Twitter feed. It says you might like one of the first. The second one is Pixar, but the first one is Justin fucking Bieber. Like, why would you, you think might. that? <laughs> I can't open this up as a new tab. I want to click on it so desperately because what the hell? Anyway, back back to it. Back to focusing. Dear Evans, coming Twitter. soon to Disney Plus. Dominique Thorne is genius inventor. Riri Williams in Ironheart, an original series about the creator of the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. Yeah, I liked that storyline. Thought it was yeah, it was good. They killed Tony Stark. So, how are we going to move forward? Riri Williams, I'm in. We passed the mantle. Yep. Yep. I don't know anything about that story, so that'll be interesting for me. Yep. And this is this is some. By the way, there's some serious diversity going on here, which is uh, also making me pretty happy. Is it is, uh, is it based on like the comics or is this? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. A, yeah. There's, there's a an comic. Ironheart comic. Riri Williams is a, a a young black girl who basically was was uh, I think she was Tony's protege at a certain point. Now, in this world, Tony is dead, so yeah. it's obviously going to be different, but Ironheart is like the new Iron Man. And cool. That's cool as hell. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that, though. Yay. All right, move on. Sorry. Don Cheadle yeah, you. <laughs> returns as James Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine, in Armor Wars, an original series coming to Disney+, Plus. a classic Marvel story about Tony Stark's worst fear coming true. What happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands? How cool would it be if, if it was Don Cheadle as War Machine and the original James Rhodes from the first time, for the first Iron Man movie? Oh, what, are they going to pull Terrence Howard in here? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> make, make, ter- make Terrence the Howard... The multiverse uh, of Terrence Howard. Oh, God. They're going to bring Terrence Howard in as, in as like Titanium Man or something. That would be Terrible. so awesome. <laughs> nah, totally into this. I love Don Cheadle as James, as Rhodey. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. So this is this is fantastic. Ah, no bad news yet. Let's see the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. <laughs> James Gunn is back to write and direct. Uh, the original special is coming to Disney Plus in 2022. I could not possibly be more sold on anything. <laughs> Even with the taintedness of the Star Wars holiday special, this is still super exciting. <laughs> right, this is great, and uh, I think I read something where he's like. That's the inspiration is the Star Wars holiday special. So this is just going to be a big old wad of stupid and I am into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a variety show. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and 
<laughs> and also, everyone's favorite little tree, Baby Groot, will star in a series of shorts on Disney+, Plus, featuring several new and unusual characters. I Am Groot, an original series from Marvel Studios, is coming to Disney+. Plus. Also known Yay. as We Know How to Make Money. That's right. Okay, what is this? Academy Award-winning actor Christian Bale will join the cast of Thor Love and Thunder as the villain Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. Okay. I heard theory, about that a while theaters, ago. May 6, 2022. That's, Isn't it, that old news? Or no? Well, not necessarily. Oh. The movie is old news. Yeah. I thought Christian Bale being a part of it was also old news. It was, like, Christian I read Bale that. was going to be in a Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. that's what it was. Oh, yay. We know now. Sorry, guys. I'm enthusiastic. <laughs> I swear. Super cool. Okay. Uh, uh, reaffirming, much like the other one, they're reaffirming Blade is a new feature film. <laughs> it's coming out. Um, this is cool. Peyton Reed is back to direct the third Ant-Man film, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. <laughs> Quantumania. <laughs> I love this. Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Doug- Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer all return. Catherine Newton joins the cast as Cassie Lang and Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. Ooh, mm-hmm. Kang, really? Interesting, So they recast Paul. old Cassie Lang, um, but whatever. She didn't have a she didn't have a very big role in Endgame. So, so are they? Oh man, I want to see like the 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 production artwork for Kang the Conqueror because that dude right? had a purple face in a green costume. Yeah, right. That's, that's a weird looking design. <laughs> I am into that. I want I want that to be true. Yeah. <sighs> uh, this is this is a cool one. Black Panther two. Opening July 8th, 2022, is being written and directed by Ryan Coogler. Honoring Chadwick Boseman's legacy and portrayal of T'Challa, Marvel Studios will not recast the character, but will explore the world of Wakanda and the rich characters introduced in the first film. Oh, that just made me tear up. That's the Uh, right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Absolutely. The wrong thing to do would be to try to do that CG yeah, stuff. Don't, don't do don't, that. Don't do it. Don't do that. Try to reanimate them. Don't don't do that. Uh, and don't recast them. I think this is the, there's plenty of characters that they could make into the new Black Panther. Uh, plenty of places for this to go. I can't wait to see where it goes. It's going to be awesome. Very thoughtful. I just want to see them bring the bring the uh, mantle to uh, Okoye and have her go. Oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be Black Panther? No. <laughs> Sounds like work. No. Good. Thanks Hard though. Pass. I'm busy. <laughs> so new. No. Uh, and then they finished things off. John Watts will direct the new feature film from Marvel's first family, Fantastic Four. Twelfth times the charm, right? No, no, nothing but a logo, but still, there's a chance we're going to get a proper good Fantastic Four movie. The word stick so is nowhere. there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels like that. We're good. Oh, God. I, I mean, look, this is MCU. They have not done anything bad for, for me. I have not seen anything MCU that I would consider bad. There have been different levels of great. So I, I am excited to see a a fresh take on Fantastic Four that's not trying to be ridiculously edgy for some goddamn reason uh, or that is it's for adults, overly goofy Chris. in the other direction. Yes, it's adult. This is not your grandfather's Fantastic Four. They're so bringing the Fantastic Four into the MCU, which is great because, like, we had this whole first run and now, like, they killed Cap, they killed Iron Man, like, the original event, they killed Black Widow, the original Avengers, those big characters are all 
kind of moved on for the most part. So now we're bringing in this other group and it doesn't feel like a B team. None of this feels like, all right, now we're no, we're going to try to pump up these like lesser characters. Like Iron Man was a lesser character before that movie came out. Very true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. He was not a big freaking star. Now he's a household name and I want to see him do it again. I want to see him do it again and again. And the fact that they aren't even sniffing mutants yet makes me kind of upset, but also very happy because like there's a lot going on right now in the MCU. Adding mutants to the mix would be a whole lot more. So in a bunch of years when things have settled down with a fantastic four and whatnot, then you can start introducing mutants Mm. and stuff. I like this long-term plan that they have for all of this. Yeah. I just, I love the approach that they've been doing with this. And yeah, I have to say guys (laughs) seems like the proper play. Yeah. Real quick. I just have to say, Chris, I really like your thoughts on that because I, I used to get real upset about the mutants not being around and I'm, I've, I've actually come to the same place that you are. So it's cool to hear someone else agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I run into this a lot, a lot in, the video game world where people are always complaining about why isn't everything here already? You know? Yeah, no. And we've been playing Animal Crossing for like a year now, since March. We've been playing Animal Crossing since March. Why? Because they keep adding new things to it. Because they didn't drop it all at once. Because the idea is to have something that plays for a long time. Yep. It wasn't like this game released unfinished or half-baked. The plan from the get-go is we're going to make this a slow burn or like any of those uh, platforms with downloadable content like the, well, why aren't all the Nintendo games on there? Well, because you'd never play all of them. You just want to say you have all of them. You just want everything here now, but you don't actually want everything here now. It's better if there's a long-term thing. Yeah. Mutants need their own time. Like that's going to be, you know what I mean? That is huge. If you're going to introduce mutants, that is world changing right there. Like, There's Marvel and there's X-Men. And, of course, the X-Men exist in the Marvel Universe, like, in in comic books. But, like, mutants are their own thing. So much so that there was a whole Avengers versus X-Men thing, you know? The fact Mm -hmm. that mutants are a different, effectively a different species than everybody else is a thing. So if they're going to do mutants, that's got to be a thing. Yep. And reestablishing this whole world, the way that they're doing this now is a really good follow-up to everything we just had so i don't know i trust them i trust them completely because the whole chunk of mcu we've had so far has been phenomenal um i'm curious to see where things stack up as far as what's canon and what's not now that we're hearing rumors about like some of the netflix stuff being tied back into the world somehow um right yeah because agents of shield was kind of a thing you know it was kind of in there but then it kind of slipped out to its own reality or whatever it's it's weird to see how that fits and yet doesn't fit um and agent carter fits there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of plates spinning right now and this is not something that i think is ever going to fit 100 percent perfectly like a glove much like star wars but it's fun and as long as you're not taking it too seriously and appreciate the stuff that they do get right i think this is all just going great see mm-hmm. this was such an astonishing set of news stories this guys is, this is a ridiculous I mean, amount of information it's like a year's worth of news yeah 
right? Yeah. yeah. This is insane. This all happened like in a night while I'm still like fuming off the Cobra Kai trailer, and then like they announced the new Smash Brothers character of the Game Awards and a new goddamn Ghost and Goblins game. I'm like, ah, video games. Ah, anyways, Marvel and Star Wars. Ah, just out of this world. <laughs> I mean, you really Nerd should have explosion. been here that night. It was quite something. Utter chaos. Uh, just just a, just a side thought with the whole introduction to mutants and and all of the other properties that have not been brought into the the mcu proper yet you have to realize that right now they're opening that door with the doctor strange movie for the multiverse Mm -hmm. where that is literally opening a gate that they can take that gate to wherever they want they can bring in anything and just you know blame the the multiverse so as we're seeing in the next Spider-Man movie. Right. With with introduction for, like, the mutants, what they need to do is something, like, a soft introduction. Like, incorporate Deadpool, because that is a super hot property, but that is, he is ingrained mm-hmm. in the mutant universe. Um, not toning him down, but keeping him that character, maybe like bleeping him every time he curses and him knowing that he's being bleeped and making reference to the fact that he's be- like that sort of thing can slowly integrate the rest of that humongous universe that is already is already out there like we, we're looking at all of this information and there's yep. twice as much still out there it's just blank checks being written it's great mm-hmm. I am going to be so entertained this year and like, Which I've been pretty well entertained this year, year but as, uh, what is it? As COVID is, I mean, it's not actually wrapping up, but we seem to be heading in a direction where life, there's light at the end, there's of, the light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. that life might return to some degree of normalcy. And I am so ready <sighs> for I'm so ready for this new entertainment stuff. Mm-hmm. I really I'm so am. ready to go to the movies and see all these movies. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, guys, that's it. Oh my god, I'm that's tired, the end. We tired. did it. It's late. That's it. I'll we did it. That and myself. Holy crap! <laughs> that wow. was a lot. That was exhausting. I know. So many feelings. I what an emotional roller coaster. Right, because and like this is half of it because the other half is me freaking about all the video game stuff that's happening. Nah, yeah. but uh, how have you made it through all of this? My God. <laughs> well, right. so. Yeah. It's Come almost f- as if all these creative people had like a year at home to themselves to just <laughs> year come off, up with just whatever fucking shit yeah, they wanted yeah. to. Yeah. And then Put they did. Pen to paper. And and this is the result. Maybe something good has come out of this. Apparently it has. What am I saying? Did you yeah. did you hear what we just <laughs> talked about? My god. That was a lot of stuff. All right, guys. Just one company. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's time to wrap it up. That is our show. You can get in touch with us at mailatgeekade.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade, find us on Instagram at Geekade, subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content, and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K R I S. Karen, where can people find you? Shoot underscore the underscore moon. Evan, where can people find you? Geekade underscore Evan. And Angie, where can people find you? A for not. 
If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out the show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh, original content. That's it. A reminder to everybody uh, what our homework is. What is our homework again? Gravity Falls Episode 1. Gravity Falls Episode 1. Uh, so yeah, that's going to wrap it up. I am Chris. I am Karen and, uh, happy holidays to everybody. Happy Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Joyous Kwanzaa. Happy New Year and solstice and whatever else you celebrate this time of year. Yeah. What Karen said. (laughs) Cause I think our, this is our last episode for the year, right? Yeah. Oh my Uh, God. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Next week is Christmas and the week after we're not recording cause New Year's. Listen, this is a hell of a way to end the year. I'm just going to say. Damn. You're welcome. Yeah. That's the year-end special. Ha <laughs> Thanks, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way. Anyway, I'm Karen. <laughs> I'm Angie. <laughs> Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.